So I'll be trying to finish up at 4 o'clock every day. Shit, I'm really trying to do nothing. No, I gotta keep that motherfucking thing on me. <laughs> I'm surprised niggas. I, I would not be surprised if niggas was not out there with guns. They do. They be carrying on UPS. Uh, yo, don't be, don't start set tripping in here. <laughs> are you set tripping in here? We are. What you saying, nigga? We are Amazon. Amazon nigga. You know how this go? <laughs> hey, hey, look. I don't want no smoke. I'm a civilian. <clears throat> I looked at the FedEx driver uh, that came to the house behind. B. Bitch ass nigga, wait your yeah. turn. Alright, we're ready? Are we yeah. rolling? Yeah, they're rolling. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, they're rolling. Yeah. Damn. Well, huh. damn, well, this is content. Yeah, I ain't gonna rolling. But I'll take it back then. I said, fuck them FedEx niggas. <laughs> well, look, we're gonna set it off, man. Fucking, what, what's, what's today? Saturday, Friday. Friday, I guess. Saturday, Friday, October 9th. Saturday, when you hearing this, October the. Night. What is it, shot? October 9th. That's what you're here for, nigga. That's what you're here for. Get me right. <laughs> Episode six, man. Of face some shit for my Spanish podcast. niggas. Face. Yeah, there we go. You know what I'm saying? OSS. Oh, he got the Trey Songz playing. Yeah, 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 yeah. He made. He got COVID right now. Does he really? Yeah, oh. yeah. Trey Songz got diagnosed with COVID. What you know what? what? What's the source? I yeah. did not hear that. Shit. I believe it. It's believable. I mean, TMZ. it's believable, huh? TMZ. TMZ. <laughs> you know, he got nah, it was like TMZ complex. You yeah. know, everybody. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, man. I want to get right into it. Let's do it. I'm here with uh, a bit of a handicapped cast today. No, it's not. We we strong. We missing. We missing. One a, key, a key team member and an audience and an audience that we normally have. We normally pack in this bitch with background niggas and backseat drivers, backseat podcasters. Yes, sir. I'm sure it'll be back to that next week, though. Oh, yeah. No, we next week we will have guests. Yeah, for sure. We're going to have some nice guests next week, too, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm ready we, with guests. We'll announce them later. We'll announce them. I will be sad to not admit, uh, be there. Yeah. That's why we oh, having yeah, a guest, yeah. nigga. Yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> we we couldn't have these guests without your sacrifice. Yeah, we'll see you later. Yeah, go to work. Got that attitude. Yeah. But today, man, OSS the pod, we got I Am Chavot. Uh, I'm here with my man B. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. To his left, my man Rashad. Yo, yo, yo. And to his left, on the ones and twos, Sanan, the great. Where the twos? I only see one. <laughs> He is taking care of the audio, so I'm doing my best. <laughs> That's the motto. I want to do things a little differently this week. I think a lot of times we, you know, we relaxed and gradually make our way into these topics. <clears throat> I want to dive right in and try to guide this show a little bit more along the lines of telling stories and relating as best as we can through some of these current events and new music that we're about to touch on. I know you want to do that. You you going to open up on this spot? I open up every episode. You going to open up on this spot? <laughs> I'm doing it right now. What is Pause. That's what we did. Yeah. Let's get it. <laughs> nah. All right. I mean, so first thing I want to do is <clears throat> get out the way. Like, what, what's good with y'all? How y'all doing? How's everyone's mental health? I just woke up from a nap, and that shit really made a difference. Because this weekend is about to be nuts for me. I got a lot going on. 
Um, we're working an extra shift tomorrow. Mm. In addition to, um, nigga just got off vacation. Yeah, I'm already hit you know, you, you was on vacation for a month. You ain't used to working yet. That's what the problem is. I was not on vacation for a month. <laughs> is that a shift that you're required to take, or is it uh, one of those shifts that you're volunteering for? You taking a white man shift? No, I'm taking an Indian man shift. Mm. They think they white. What? Yeah. But they POC technically. Yo, edit <laughs> already. No, that's not an edit. That's facts. It's a way and shit. I don't agree with that. I don't think that's facts. But you know, if that's what y'all want to say, that's what y'all want to say. Well, we not gonna hang up on that. But um, <laughs> this yeah, weekend nah. you got some videographer, photographer, uh, yeah. action going on. Yeah, all week. So Sunday, I got another photo shoot. I just had a photo shoot yesterday that went really well. Um, gonna post those on Monday. But past that. You know, I got Sunday to myself, kind of, sort of, and then back on the grind, Monday through Friday next week. And then I got another gig, kind of a uh, packed up weekend next weekend. It's grind time. Look at you. No, you're not going to be here next pause. I'm trying to <laughs> update us two weeks in advance. I appreciate that. <laughs> I, I am trying to be a responsible member of this podcast. Oh, that's shots. Joe, when you go back and listen to this, know that that was shots. Yeah, I, I want you to, to know. I tried to vouch for you. Nah. We're going to move on to shots. What's good with you? Shit, same old, you know, working every day, slaving, being work early in the morning to at nighttime. Other than that, you know, it just... Are you still broke? Yes. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, it happens. You know, we're going we gonna to talk a lot no, about I'm not, I'm not, careers I'm not, on this pod. I'm man. not broke, broke. I'm Shit, we build, all the hey, Do you work with any racists? What? I'm sure. Are you? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, why are you in this bag? Yeah, what's up with that? <laughs> what's up with you? <laughs> How was your week? Just, what's good with you that you got yeah, racist on your like this right now? Or, no, no, no. Did no, you run into any racists this week? I was just asking. This man can't wait to go Resident Evil on some damn rednecks. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's good with what? you? That is not the goal. That is not the goal. No, this is just Let's not paint this picture. <laughs> well, what's new with you, B? What's up? Uh, B, I'm out here. You know what I'm saying? Chilling. Uh, we had that interview with Uno, um, and it was interesting because I talked to him before we got started, and he is still mysterious as ever. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, I guess that's just, you know, a part of his, like, persona um or just part of his character what i've learned over the years um you just know. before you get deep into that i, oh. I want to applaud you for deflecting <laughs> from how sad you are today and all the uh, mental health things that you skipped over but we will get into that later we did have a part uh a interview our first interview with uno isamatomo uh that was wednesday that we recorded it and uh, before his album come out, it will be out soon. And like you said, he was on his—he was in his mysterious bag, <laughs> in his recluse bag. What? Uh, what, what were what were your thoughts? Um, the interview was exactly what I expected. Um, I didn't get a chance to listen to anything from the album, but everybody that knows me is always knows me as a big fan of Uno. Um, you know, I always call it you know three great signing. Um, it's you, Chavot, you know, you got Reason, and you got Uno. You know what I'm saying? This um, nigga's a nerd. <laughs> I mean, call yeah. it what you want. <laughs> yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I am. <laughs> but I love it. It's fine. Keep going. Oh, no, it's fine. It's fine. I know it's fine. But, um, you know, uh, back when you were teaching me how to rap, way back when, you know, those were the three local artists that me personally, um, 
I looked up to. So, um, you know, uh, you've always been approachable because that's, you know, you, maybe not to some other people that know Chevy Chevron. He approachable. But I, I wouldn't, to me, he's approachable. But yeah. to the average person, I wouldn't give you an approachable badge. Okay. Um, but out of the three, Jared is definitely the most approachable. He's very humble. Um, and he makes really good music. But Uno's always kind of been that person for me out of the three, just kind of like, yo, this man is a is a goddamn Swiss Army knife. When you talk about somebody who shoots his own videos, makes his own beats, and yeah. delivers quality content over that. Doing everything by itself. By And dolo. it's fire, though. And it's great. Yeah. It's good. You know, it's admirable. So, um, you know, I just always want to pick his brain, but it's never there. Um, essentially, I don't like want to say his brain have, is not there, but... <laughs> you, you felt like you didn't have an opportunity to, you know... No. Tear. I felt like even, like, when I bring up conversation <clears throat> pieces, you know, I was bringing some, some content. Like, you know, well, how do you think this... Uh, fears against the rest of your content or, you know, just some intriguing questions about, you know, his thoughts on this upcoming project. Um, and it was like, you know, it's different. Wait, wait, let me, get my, let me, hold on, let me get my pressure right. It's different, but it's the same. Everything can be the same. No, but I'm not going to let you do that. You're going to let me do it. That, that was, it's not a verbatim quote, but it, it was close to it. You, you weren't there. Yeah, we were downstairs yeah. in the living room. Um, you know, and I was just asking him some questions about the, uh, about the, the project, you know, um, but it, it just, like you, kind of how you said in the interview, it's like, is there any subliminal things behind it? Um, and from what he told me, me personally, this isn't the interview, um, Chavot actually interviewed him, uh, we'll have that up soon, I guess, mm -hmm. um, but... It was just kind of like he was he was proud of this project um, and he flexed his ways and he wanted to make this more easily digestible for maybe somebody who doesn't want, I don't want to say dumb it down, but you know, easy, more easily digestible. So um, that's what I took away from my conversation with him. Um, tell me a little bit about what you guys talked about in the interview. Um. Yeah, like I said, I don't really even consider it much of an interview. I mean... <clears throat> sit down. I sit down. Okay. Yeah, you know, we just got to talk. We close, so we talk like we familiar, even if a camera is in front of us. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, I just wanted to take advantage of, as we trying to build this platform, uh, trying to double down and, and just help anybody. Help him with his. Help him with his. But exactly. it, it works both ways. Because as you gain traction, so will we for just being attached to each other and mm -hmm. growing our companies at the same time, Absolutely. you know. And overall, I think that was just the theme that I, I tried to, you know, focus on. I mean, as mm -hmm. far as the art, <clears throat> I've heard the album. You've heard the album. What do you What do you think? I think it's good. It's it's a very cool, calm, I'll say slow-paced project. Okay. Where you know if you um, he got he got like one or two joints, and it's something that I haven't heard, but he got one or two joints that go in the car and outside. But for the most part, it's for people like me who like to listen to music when they in their thoughts digested, and uh, digested and exactly. So, uh, 
I know I digest music very differently from a lot of people though. From everybody else. From everybody. Yeah. I will say that from everybody. <laughs> the shit else. that everybody loves, I hate, and the shit that everybody hate, I'll be finding the the gems in it. So yeah. my music said, I got a shower with my music. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Actually, you gotta eat look, breakfast with I got it. Oh, you yeah. gotta fuck to it. That's hey, that's man. that's move, nigga. Shine talk. You gotta Speaking fuck to of it. That, uh, <laughs> y'all fucking anybody in that new Trey songs yet? What? No. I haven't heard the new Trey songs. Yeah, yet. I ain't even played it. Dick dried in the Sahara. <laughs> yeah. I- <laughs> <laughs> is okay. Yeah. I mean, mine is, nigga. What the fuck? I mean, young, uh, young. Uh, oh, yeah. Twitter. Young, this- young. <laughs> <laughs> young Twitter over there. Young Twitter. Yeah, Thank you, be no cheeks to, uh, Yeah, young songs. cheeks. <laughs> young cheeks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we right. All right, we're back. And we're back. To young Cheeks. Trying to figure out who no. Young Cheeks was uh, pounding on no. <laughs> this morning First when Trey Songz came out. Because you had a day off, right? I did. And there was a woman at your house when you woke up. Yes oh, or no? Don't, whoa, whoa, don't. <laughs> no, I'm Yo. Not, I'm not, yo. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We, I don't think we're in the art of boxing this nigga in, but he do need to open up more. He need to open time. up, man. You been quiet yeah. for yeah, five parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why you said shit? Yeah. Nobody That's... was at my house. <laughs> I woke up. I'm right. I promise you. Right. Yo, we gotta run that back. <laughs> oh, you you stopped it? No, I ain't stopped it. Oh no, we stopped it. Let's get it. Good. Just, just let it go on record. Nobody was at my house when I woke up. Okay. It was just me. This oh. thing was gonna be in a Christian. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, I read the Bible this morning. Look, <laughs> look, he got to be able to speak his piece. He said nobody was there. I believe him. Right. That's so what he said. So nobody listened to Trey Songs yet, and nobody beat cheeks to Trey Songs. Let's do a little bit of it. I listened to something just now. No, I have That's what I mean. 22 songs over one hour. And we really gonna speak about this because Trey Songs is a Richmond, Petersburg. Hope he that, song. You know what I'm saying? He's he's somebody that represents us, you know, and, and everywhere he go, he don't switch up like he from LA or from New York. Mm-hmm. He he say, yo, I'm from Virginia. I'm from I'm from Petersburg. He yeah. say it everywhere he go. As well he as was here a little while ago. Absolutely. He was the, here for the protest. He lives yeah. here. He lives here. He was like a bike ride. Bike ride, he was um having dinners cooked for people and everything like that. Yeah. The whole big shebang. Nigga did will want to move back to Richmond when he get COVID. <laughs> Bring that shit back here. Songs. Jokes, jokes. Jokes, though. I um. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but outside of that, top news. Besides waking up and knowing Trey Songz came out, we woke up and found out Tory Lanez will be doing twenty two years for shooting Megan <laughs> Stallion. Yeah, twenty one, twenty one, twenty one. Well, <laughs> That nigga going to jail, right? Yeah. He going to jail. I can't celebrate him. <laughs> Go ahead, it's not. Let me ask this. So, he got sentenced or he no. got charged? He got charged. He got charged. He's yeah. not doing 22 years. Yeah, the prosecutors, the prosecutors decided, all right, we're going to go through with this. We're going to like start like Yeah, he got charged. My guess, he's going to do two and come home on one on his best behavior. How he going to do two? Brett, he's, that's, I just that's feel like that's, she didn't die. <laughs> she didn't die. No, no, no. If we being real, so that makes it better. It, it, it does make it better. I'm not defending this nigga. I just know how. Either hold up. Here's my prediction. Either it's gonna go fully left, and he's gonna get charged within two years of that maximum sentence to be made an example of, or 
she's gonna get off with a slap on the wrist. Like I said, he's gonna which be Twitter lawyer oh, wait, 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 wait. are you <laughs> referencing right now? That no, no, no. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm, I'm gonna tell you this right now. He was in L.A. with a gun he wasn't supposed to have. Unregistered. Unregistered. No, nah, I don't know if it was unregistered. It's it was unregistered. It was unregistered. It was an unregistered gun that was concealed, and he commit he used it in um in a felony in the course of a felony. Yeah. And a you know using it to violate somebody, using it to assault somebody. Nah, they're getting him out of here. And he got charged with a semi semi automatic firearm. At that that only none. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> most yeah. Semi-automatic just mean they go. When you pull the trigger, it go pow. I thank you, Sean, for uh, providing. And when you pull the trigger again, it go pow again. Like, hey, no, no, no. was yo, yo. Leave Shaw alone. He's trying. Okay. But it was a semi-automatic firearm. That's correct. That's facts. Let me. All right. So he's already had prior issues. Like legally, this ain't the first time you got into some legal. This nigga not even okay, a citizen. Tell us, so, tell us. <laughs> in Canada or in uh, yeah. United States? In United States. In Texas. Okay, let's. He got, told, he got told a fight with some security forces and some concert goers. Oh, um, I remember that. And started a riot. So he, this ain't the first time this man been in some shit. And uh, at the very, that man did not getting just two years. So at the very least, he can deport it. So you don't well, think they're gonna be laying on him at all? But that's what I'm saying. Let's like, stop he's not a quick. citizen. Let's let's stop real quick. Is he, from the information that we have now, gonna be found guilty? Because that is what is being disputed more so than how much time he would get if he's found guilty. That's okay. true. What do y'all think on that? I can't speak to that because I won't there and I don't got the evidence. I'm just a nigga that look at social media, so I'm not, you know. From the information provided, that I'm not gonna say that nigga guilty, but who else the fuck shot her? All right, so the stories that's going around is it's something between, you know, Megan and her friend that was also in the car. Is it possible that she shot she shot her? Yeah, I, I don't. Was Megan's friend in the back seat with them? Yes. They were arguing. According mm. to Megan. Well, and according to some outside internet sources. And we this is the rumor mill. We gossiping like a bitch. But yeah, yeah, okay. I'm just... So, Tori hit Megan and hit the friend. Oh, I didn't hear that. Gossiping. Huh. And... So the argument that ensued was about that. Was it between Megan and a friend because Megan went and messed with Tori, or was it between them and Tori attacking him? Like you really tried to fuck both us, nigga. That sounds like you some know Tory how get, shit. You, yeah. <laughs> I don't know Tori, but y'all know how a woman gonna get. You fucked my friend. Yeah. Someone in this room. You gotta get the. <laughs> Come on, I'm not saying Come on, no. Twitter. Come on, Come Twitter. On. Let's take this shit. Twitter cheeks? To another level. Y'all ever fucked a girl and then at some point fucked their friend? Absolutely. Or fucked oh, yeah. another girl she knew? Yeah. Uh, go uh, ahead. Go ahead. Story time. Story time. No. Um, Without incriminating yourself. Without yeah, I'm not incriminating names. myself, but I have uh, ran around a roommate situation. You double dip? Double dip between uh, a couple roommates before. Mm. Mm. Not my own roommates. Like, other... I was me- I would mess with one girl, and I mess with a roommate, and I mess with a friend. And Wait, that's triple dip. Mm. Her, the you roommate, know? and the friend of the roommates. Yeah, that make it kind of hard to believe that you ain't. 
that I don't watch. Have some knowledge. You knew, you knew no, oh no, I knew these. I knew all of them. I was cool with all of them. It just that's how it worked out. It happens. Um, me going to college, you know, you also got you got your group work. You know, you're in situations where you're doing uh, group projects, especially in the field that I'm in, and you know, <laughs> you get a little uh, little camaraderie going. You fucking on the group projects. Let him get his story. I need to hear all questions. the information. I'm not incriminating myself. I'm You're speaking not. very generally. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, you know, you kind of you, you kind of run around the room a little bit whenever you have a little bit of celebration working with your group members. Okay. And next thing you know, dicks in the pussy. <laughs> Alright, B, you tell us. Damn. Did did anything come of that like when they got together or whatever point and had that discussion? I've never had that happen happen to me before. Oh, okay. I've Do you never, think I, they know? I don't know. I can't really speak. Well, That's a savage right in there. In one situation, I'm sure they know. Okay. And the other situation, not so much. But I've never really put myself in situations in general where someone could be like, yo, you got with me and you got with my friend. Yo, you a, you dirty ass nigga. What's wrong with you? I've never had that happen before. Yeah. What about you, Shot? Yeah, you ball poppy over there. I know you do. Yo, um, don't call him ball poppy. Smash two sisters. <laughs> well, this, this is a long time ago before I was ball. Uh, I, I, I had the was real sisters. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know they were sisters, so... I ain't give a fuck yeah. if they were real sisters. <laughs> so, well, I, I mean, came well, in the future. I met the older sister, and, um, you know, we did what we did. We did what we did. And then, um... Would you take her out on a date, or did you just was like... No, yeah. we didn't go on a date. Never no date. <laughs> he said, I don't date. So, no date. So, so you know, after that situation was over, uh, you know, a little bit of time went by. I hey, well, meet another girl. Oh, she seemed nice. You know, we uh, hung out and uh, some things happened with that situation. As You're well. fucked, man. Come on. <laughs> we we all 18 plus here. And then, um, but I didn't know about that. And then, you know, after the fact, you know, after the business over tank care, we was chatting it up. And, um... Kind of found out she was, she was like, oh, I got a phone call. Like, oh, you got a phone call? Yes, my sister's son such. I'm like, your sister? Wait, what's your last name again? She's telling me her last name. Oh, damn. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I got the fuck out of so there. So what happened when they found out? Or when they when they convened and, and spoke, you know, about... I mean, you know, they're just like, like fuck this nigga. Like, I seen him on um, Instagram Live and... They were like, oh, that's that nigga shot right there. Fuck that nigga. That nigga think he's slick. Oh, damn. I ain't even know. I can't believe they would put that on blast like that. Okay. Yeah. Damn, you got put out on live? A couple years ago, you know. It's all, all right. right. <laughs> Let me interject real quick. Has everyone here predominantly spent the majority of their life in Richmond? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. You grew up here. Nigga, you was there. Your cousins. <laughs> well, I know. Yeah, I saw you every day. I, I just, want, I just want that to be made aware for the podcast, but I would like to just mention how small Richmond is Bro. and how easy it is to run into women that have associated with other women that you may have dealt with or they have, may have been with. Mm. You know. It's small. Double dealt with men. Yeah. I've had a variety of situations where I would deal with one girl and the dude that she just broke up with had been with one like the last girl I was with. Mm. And it's like a big just like 
Let me dance. It's like oh, I can relate to that for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Niggas be trading trading spaces. Yeah, one girl that I was going crazy over, I couldn't believe I begged. Mm. Wait, 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 what y'all? Yo, no uh, name. Oh, oh, no. Hold up, hold. Let me tell my story. Let me tell my story. I know, I know. No name, but this. If you want to drop a name, you can drop a name. But (laughs) I just, I just. How am I gonna tell you which one without telling you the name? Text it to me. <laughs> so this, I was hyped. Baddest joint. She was nice, a really nice girl. Not a nice girl, really. Come to find out. But when I first, you know, started, <coughs> pause it. Who died? And once again, we're back. So back to my story. Mm-hmm. Dealing with this young lady. I was very hyped. She was looked really good. She was bad. You know, when you get one of them joints, to she, you, she was a 10? No such thing. Bad. Well, I don't agree. No I didn't finish the story. Yeah. We'll get on we'll that. We'll circle back to that. But anyway, I was hyped to have her start showing her off to some of my friends. <laughs> and one of my friends happened to be that nigga that has, he didn't got everything. You know, nine times out of ten, you meet some, he know about her. Absolutely. And he knew about this one, apparently, because I leaned over to show him the picture. And the nigga said, oh, yeah, Sean, that's right, man. I'm glad. I had a missile. I had a missile. She let, she let a whole bunch of niggas get in that job. I remember we was. Oh, my God. Man, we ran a train on her. And, and I was just like, oh, word. Yeah, he, he was like. And I guess I was looking a little sad as we <laughs> riding because the nigga asked, oh, oh, my bad. You won't. You won't take that joke serious, was it? No. Nah. Bro, that's the worst. Of course, of course not. The <laughs> nigga say, well, you won't take that seriously. I'm, I'm about to, nigga. No, God no. damn. As far as you know, I never was. I, I love that bitch too, damn. God damn. I wish I remember who the fuck that was. Are I'm wrecking my brain trying to figure out. Are you slush in? Are you going to slush in? Come on, man. There's, I Are mean... You? I think all of us are having a wife. Are you wifing the girl that everybody has had? No. I mean, I believe that. Let me not make it so such a black and white answer because I believe that you can grow, you know, go through a phase, maybe grow and develop. But nine times out of ten, those traits that lead you to do those things or those traumas that lead you down that path will necessarily, aren't necessarily as easiest thing to work your way out of so before I do that I would have to be very attentive and you know very cautious tread lightly on how close I get to this girl and how trusting I become and how soon because I need to see you in many situations before I feel I really know you and can judge your character oh she's grown out of that she's developed past that alright that's respectable I, I feel your answer. I want to reframe the question, not to change your answer, but just to make the question make more sense. Okay. Is it less so, are you dating, are you wife and a girl that everybody's had? And is it less so that and more so is a woman that has, you know, played the field to a significant degree? Does body is, count is, matter? Basically, that's what you're getting at. Body count don't matter. But I'm you said it don't. Body count don't matter. But if she's played the field significantly, like she that dude that, <laughs> your, that your friend described... Is that a deal breaker? That's the question that I wanted to ask. Well, so, but you, already answered, you already answered it. But to check. be honest, no, no. Now, that's what I go back then. No, I, I stuck around a little bit. <laughs> so, I mean, you know I, what with, I'm here for. With, with time, 
you know, I've learned that maybe that's not the best course of action. Maybe you want to be a little bit more, like I said, cautious and, and really be paying attention. But um, now, hell no. Nah. Like, nine times out of ten, I done already seen that this bitch is a bonehead. Like, I, I, I can't continue to do this. Or I can't continue this now that I have this information. And I, I see these traits. And I got this information. No, I'm out of here. What about you, Sana? How do you feel about it? He went for the daddy. Yeah, I went for the daddy. I'm holistic, though. I'm very holistic when it comes to a woman that date. But I'm also, um, for me, I feel like a decent judge of character. So if I feel as though that is like, you know, those character traits that I find to be uh, incompatible with me, if I feel like that is still, you know, there or that's there in general, I'll leave. But she cool, and I enjoy my time with her, and that's not going to get her away. I'm not, about, I'm not sweating that. That's wholesome. What about you, Shot? Oh, Shot for sure. He, it don't matter who the head is. He's squeezing off in it. Nah, no, yeah. That is not. I know you, bro. I know you. I know you, bro. Let him speak no, his no, case. No, let him speak his case. You can only want to squeeze off. Let him, let him speak no, his case. What, what you got, Shot? You wife and the daughter? Um, no. No, I can't, I can't wife her. I'd have been in a situation where, you know, I'd have hung out with a young lady. And then the next day I go talk to my boys, kind of like Chad said, like, hey, man, I'm at this badge on. You're like, who? I don't even say her name. I'm showing the picture. Oh, you talking about her? Oh, yeah, man. Shit, niggas was crushing her shit last summer, boy. About five of us. Now I'm hurt. Now I'm, yeah, I don't have, now I'm hurt. I'm not gonna lie. Somebody's saying, "Yeah, no, nah, niggas was crushing your girl last summer." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, five of us. I wanna, I I'm wanna hurt. disclaim. I wanna. Let y'all know that Rashad, he's talking more. And it does sound like he making shit up sometimes. But I've known him for a long time, and he never has lied to me. Yeah. He always had receipts. So, yeah, some of this shit might sound a little strange, a little unbelievable, but this nigga is definitely telling me. Right. The, the nigga that I'm talking about this to, all of y'all know, but I ain't going to say it out loud. We, we, we not. <laughs> Last <laughs> summer. God damn. Niggas got the receipts. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas got the motherfucking sun calendar. Anyway, what um? Wait, what? I just want to uh, I want to interject real quick. I want to also say that I know me. I definitely have a community on my shit. Um, and so I'm distracted a little bit by what's going on off screen, but. I'm always a big firm believer of equivalent exchange when it comes to, you know, how I deal with people and how I deal with relationships. Uh-huh. And I know that if I've been out here playing the field, which, you know, I, I, I got a little bit of experience here and there. <laughs> a little bit a of little experience. Bit. I, got, I got a little bit of experience. A um, minuscule. You know, that I've had over the past, a sliver. past decade of change. But, uh, you know, I can't really judge another person for being in that same position, male or female. So... Yeah. Look, if you if you've been running around, that's all good. Just that's dead, bro. And dead, no, bro. you know what? I agree with him. No, nigga, bro. How? Hold up, pause. We, I feel like as guys, it's important for us to talk about this double standard that's out there. Um, and what I mean when I say that, yo, if I were to reverse. The scales on me as a woman looking to, you know what I'm saying, um, deal, with past, deal with me, right? I would be like, bruh, what? 
Yeah. And that's all I can say to this extent of it's it. Not, it's not equal because women values are a lot different. I think... Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> what? No, what? Like, Come on, let's go. I it's not the same, bro. I what you're saying is my real what he was saying. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let him get his shit... Oh, fuck. You got to pick that up, B. Let's get it. What's that retail? Come on, man. You killing the, uh, the listener uh, experience. It's my mom, y'all. It's my mom. All right, let's hear it. Yo, man, you on a podcast. Don't say shit reckless, please. God damn you it. You can't say it with some more spice. What's up? Hi, son. How are you doing this evening? I'm fine. What's, What's going up? on, ma? Hey, how are you guys doing? We all good. We're good. How you doing? I'm absolutely wonderful. Just uh, checking in on your son, making sure you're still good. No, I'm dead. That sucks. I, you, t- you, you call your brother? No. Why don't you give your brother a call? For what? Alright, I'll talk to you later. I'll talk to you later. Alright, baby. I love you. Love you too. Alright. All right. Jesus. Yeah. Mama's boy. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Back to what I was saying. To you. <clears throat> Men and women are very different. I mean, we're the same and equal in a lot of ways, but we are very different in a few ways. And when it comes to sex, I'm not saying that I support a double standard at all. What I'm saying is women are going to look at you when it comes to sex. They're going to look at your track record, and the conclusion that they come to is going to be very different than the conclusion that a man come to when he look at the, her history. Why do you think that is? Experience. I've seen a lot of times women don't care that, you know, a man has been with a, a lot of women. They, they, some, it's some women, there's a section of women that find it attractive. That is a thing that, oh, he's desirable to other women. Oh, I want that. And men, we, we that same way too. I, I want the woman that's desirable to... Other niggas, like other niggas, gonna look at my girl and say, "Oh, damn, he with a bad." Yeah. yeah, but once we know that niggas actually was able to obtain that girl, it makes a difference. It makes a big difference to us in our minds. And y'all can't say I'm just saying speak no, for yeah, the niggas in this room. Like, it don't make no difference to me. I know for me, it also doesn't make a difference, and I believe that uh, appraisal is a little, uh, like I said before, subjective as far as like men looking at it differently than women. I understand where you're coming from because that does exist, yeah. but that is part of a, you know, a system that is, you know, a little bit in, a little bit antiquated. If you meet a woman today, all right. And she find out no women want you, you ain't been with no women or the women that you got it's trash. She going to look at you and be like, something wrong with this nigga. Maybe not something wrong, but he might I might be out of his league. I don't think huh? so. Oh, oh, oh. No, no, no. No, no, no. no. Yeah, I, she gonna I, feel like it? she gonna feel like she's above you in a way like he never even dealt with a woman like me. Like I'm the best. You know, you know so you wouldn't feel hold you would reverse. I know it's not specifically equi- like equitable, but I would feel a little weird if I met a woman and she was like, Yeah, no, I have zero dating history. I don't know how you know, I've never been with no men before. Like men like whenever I get with men, like that's you know, not a no-go. I don't think that's a no-go for men, though. That's what you want. Yeah, because you're like, I can, you know. 
Hey, this this new is fresh out the box right now. Hold here. up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> let's let's talk about it because at the end of the day, there are girls out there, um, women, excuse me, um, that do specifically search um, for men with low or no dating or sexual history. Names, I mean, who? That's not even. That's not a real thing to me. I'm never. That's not a real they thing. They don't. To they you. don't. They don't. I never. But you don't equate for all women. No, no, I'm not saying that I do. I'm just saying my argument is that <coughs> I don't believe it because <laughs> because <laughs> it didn't happen to you. So no, it not exist. not to me. But just I, when women when women speak, we got we no stop. <laughs> Yo, pause. who is it? Again, we bite. Yeah, we back, and I. I didn't want to spend too much time on this, but ultimately, man, what I'm saying is that the, the double standard is something that I think a lot of people are with. And I think it's because people's values are different. So where were we? You, you can pick it up, B, where, where yeah. we left off. Um, what I was saying is more or less, I just really don't agree. Um, one, from personal experience, um, I have a lot of... Uh, friends, um, women friends. Um, and I, I mean that with the ultimate sincerity. Um, I have a lot of, uh, women in my life that, you know, they just don't say that. Um, and then on top of that, um, from multiple conversations, when they talk about what they look at it for in a man, I will say that's true, maybe to an extent, um, whether it be at first or after, a certain level of experience because you know uh the ages range okay. um but you know sometimes girls really do just be like yo like hey i actually want a nigga that is super low-key and by low-key it means like yo one two bodies right um and i'm not even getting into like specific like body count or anything like that um, and then it's also, you know, apparent um, for the women that I f- do follow, and I know y'all hate me for my Twitter shit, but the women that I do follow on Twitter, I, I just don't think that's accurate with the broad spectrum. Just like there's a broad spectrum of guys, um, I, I feel like the women's spectrum is the exact same. You know, there's girls who... Absolutely, that's absolutely correct. They do desire a nigga that, you know what I'm saying, all the girls wants. But to say that there's not women out there um, that. Nobody does, said that. That's what you said. No, yo, this is what we That is what you said. This is what we're going to stop doing. We're going to stop coming back at every argument with. Oh, but there are people who are the exceptions of what you're saying. Yeah, I know that. No. I'm just speaking in general. No, no, no. And that's what I say. In general, they're large enough to be considered for the in general category. Okay. Um, you know, when we speak about in general, we say the majority or a good enough amount of people. Yeah, good enough amount. It don't and have to be the majority. Yeah. So they're out there, girls that desire niggas that are undesirable. Well, holla at... Um... Holla at me. <laughs> yeah. This we gonna wrap this, but I just... No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, no, no. We yeah, gonna wrap we that. We wild. Jokes. Yeah, no. Everybody we know we joke. Yeah, no, we... We, we gonna wrap it up. We gonna wrap it up. But we, yeah, no, on a, on a real though, hey, look. 
Ain't nothing wrong with having a couple bodies. It just means you got experience. You got work experience. Yo, if that thing is... <laughs> you got work experience. <laughs> if that thing is worn out, keep it away from me. Worn out. You've been here a little too long. Yeah. yeah. Pussy don't wear out. It was a fig. It's figuratively. Oh, figuratively. I mean, you said it. So I was just. I was just. Metaphorically. Oh, metaphor. Okay. Is is one. I got you. That still doesn't. All right. All right. We (laughs) said we wrapping on it. I don't agree with that. Because one thing. So we don't get kidnapping niggas, right? Yeah. Try to kidnap Michigan's governor, Gretchen. um, Oh, y'all saw that shit. Gretchen Mitcher. Is that her name? Whitmer. 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 (laughs) Say it again. Gretchen Whitmer. <laughs> so basically, the story with this is that um, a, a white supremacist group, from what it seems, in Mich- in uh, Michigan, attempted to kidnap, or at the very least, they made plans to kidnap the governor, which is very uh, suspicious. Past you know, you see the president's tweets and his stand rhetoric. Stand back and stand by. Stand, stand by. Um. It can just be a little. Uh, it seems it makes the irresponsibility of the casualness of the things he say a little bit more apparent, especially when you have other white supremacist groups that seem to have been popping up. And while President Trump did uh, say that he didn't approve of white supremacy, he said it after the fact when he was approached about it on the spot. He, you know, you stammer a little bit, and that's not something you should stammer on. So, well, I think he said it before the fact. He definitely said it before the fact. Before the fact? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, still, you know, I'm saying that when you get asked that question on a national stage... You're the reporter. How do you fuck <laughs> that <Yo>. up? <laughs> oh, my bad. Yo, do your job. <laughs> How did we know he, you didn't? Yo, we, he's going to be fine. He won't be here next week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I'm shutting up. Yeah. <laughs> you made him shut up, bro. You no, don't chill. But, uh, yeah, that was, that's wild to me. Just, I think... That you know these guys that you see walking around, they come to every protest with all their guns and they call a duty outfit. You know, you know they couldn't wait to take it to the next level and try to <laughs> a fucking kidnap mission. They said we I, got a reconnaissance, boys. Real, real quick, I just realized what y'all were saying. Y'all said I said he said that before the fact. You mean before this kidnapping, or what? You, what did you mean? Both. Both? Because yeah, I know like. Trump said that before the kidnapping, but I just no before the debate. Before Before the the debate, debate. yeah, no. But but back to the kidnapping. Yeah, yo, these guys who are going around and they're claiming to be anti-extremist groups, and you're doing the most extreme shit. You're anti-extremist. I think to them, it it seems to me that anti-extremist to them is whoever is trying to change. Our status as white people, uh, this white supremacy or, you know, overturn certain policies and things mm-hmm. like that governor in Michigan um, who they claimed had no checks and balances. She's just governing, you know, like willy nilly, like she has total control. Uh, they look at that as a threat to what's going on and they call that extremist and they call themselves anti-extremists, not realizing that. Or maybe realizing, I don't want to no. know, absolve people of guilt, you know what I'm saying? But that's extreme as fuck. You try to kidnap the governor. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's extreme no matter how you look at it. Yeah, that's wild. That's some crazy shit. And let it have been 
Black Lives Matter that then tried to do some shit like that. And but they would never, because all you're saying is, yeah, let's not even go down that road. Mm. All you're saying is, our lives matter. Bro, that's but crazy. That's not how they're looking at it, though. You know what I mean? Well, that's, maybe that is, and that's the problem that they're upset with that. I wouldn't be too far-fetched so. from that truth. I imagine so. Yeah. So, um, also, while we, you know, we in a little bit of the politics, um, the ATF... Um, has actually fucking uh, sent a ceased in the ceased and desist um, to Q Honey Badger. Um, just to give you some guys some background on that, uh, Honey I Badger have no is clue a what uh, you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Honey Badger is a gun manufacturer. Um, they manufacture an AR pistol, um, or uh, technically like a SBR short barrel rifle. Um, it's crazy because the ATF, um, what I was doing through research, they are under um, the government, right? And what I'm, I'm saying this to say, if there's any Trump supporters that have made it this far to OSS podcast, um, I'm telling, I'm talking to you right now. The ATF is currently under Trump's jurisdiction. A lot of Trump supporters thing is, yo, I support 2A. Um, he supports, he was, he's going to save our guns. He's going to X, Y, and Z. Um, when that's not actually the case, um, for the first time ever, you've seen the ATF actually judge uh, an a AR pistol from the trigger from a triangular angle. And I, I'm not trying to throw anybody else off. I'm going to make this really quick. But it's fucked up how they're judging um, and changing the rules so fluidly for what's considered a pistol and what's considered not. To show you the impact, um, it would make currently 4 million Americans a felon right now, right? If this was to be enforced. Um, it's a brace um, that goes on the back, on your, the back of your AR-15. Um, SBA 3, SBA 2. Um, and what this brace does is technically considered a pistol brace, right? But if you have a stock in the United States of America on top of your AR-15 or on the back of your AR-15, what that does, it makes it a rifle. Um, but if a rifle is under 13 inches from trigger pull, what happens is you have to get a $200 tax stamp and it is considered a short bared rifle. If you do not have that tax stamp, but you are in the possession of a short bared rifle, it is a felony. So with them automatically deeming this uh, brace that 4 million Americans have, it automatically makes 4 million Americans in possession of a felony, uh, felonous rifle. Um, short bear rifle. So I just wanted to get that in real quick because I, you know, I, I looked up a little bit of research on that, um, and that just passed as of Thursday, um, or the uh, the company went public with the ATF's decision. So, you know, I just wanted to speak on that a little bit. Where do you use your platform? Yeah, yeah. Yo, I'm here in support of the gun owners. I'm I'm pro two A, but some people, you know, what I'm saying. If we have Trump supporters that are listening, hey, nigga, he not protecting your guns. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, that's just. That's what it is. You know, I'm pro 2A. I'm not, you know, um, I'm not pro Trump, but I am pro 2A, you know. 
Um, so I just think it's important if we have any pro 2A people listening that just happen to be Trump supporters, he's not protecting your guns. Um, because uh, the ATF goes under the administration of whoever is currently in office. So, FYI, guys, that nigga not going to save your guns. All right. And this nigga holding the stimulus checks until he fucking get <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, you fine now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get it. Yo, he said, no, but hold on, wait. Let me get it right. Because I thought he said if somebody puts a bill to get uh, 1200 to send out 1200 He said Nancy Pelosi put out a bill and put that on my desk right now. I'll, I'll sign, sign that bitch. So who the fuck needs to put the bill on the fucking desk then? That's my question. Nigga, <laughs> I need it. Do your fucking job. We're going to fire you like Sanan. We can vote these niggas That's out. not my job. I'm not the reporter. <laughs> uh, jokes, jokes, jokes. But uh, what what else is important? Let's see. We got a whole... Uh, Rashad, you, you had quite an extensive list of uh, research and development over there. Let, lead us into the next topic. I mean, where y'all want to go at? Um, oh, he asking us, yo. <laughs> God, All right, so we need Joe back. Real quick, I want to mention uh, that 21 album. I know we talked about it last week, but I got a chance to listen to it a little bit after the podcast. And I want to say that shit was fire. That shit was, that was, that was hard. 21. So for the the song, um, the 11 song on that joke. 21. <laughs> that joke made me think about Carl was fucking up. 21. <laughs> <laughs> was I was like, yo, what is that? I had to turn the damn music down. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, that's a music. Yeah. 21. That's another joint. That's the feeling like when you hear sirens in the, in the song and you start slowing down. Yeah, looking around. Looking around. Yeah. 21, 21. <laughs> yeah. That's a wild feeling. 21 hour but I, I just want to, you know, bring that out. So, um. We, I guess we segue to music. No, man, it's, it's so much good shit to talk about. We yeah. don't need to talk about this trash. Okay. <laughs> so. So. Apparently on, uh, for All You 757 is out there. Back on Sunday, I believe. Mm-hmm. The Hemp Rose Tunnel. That had a, uh, a big fire over there. And that actually went viral back on the 8th. Y'all heard about that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, so. That joint, like eight million people saw that. They made like a whole, uh, a whole big deal about it. I just heard about it the other day. Yeah, I saw that this morning. That um, the uh, the tunnel was on fire is the way they put it. But I think it was just a a car fire. Um, I actually have the deets on that. It came up. It came up on uh. You know, uh, I am the automotive enthusiast on this podcast. So in one of the car groups that came up, um, apparently a bug eye Subaru um, for all my, not bug eye, blob eye. Um, For all of my automotive enthusiasts listening, it was a blob eye Subaru that was racing. Apparently, um, originally he tried to blame it on the other driver, but they were racing through the tunnel. Um, He did some fuck shit. He lost control and went to dynamite. Um, Yeah. Yeah, he hit the he hit the wall. Damn. He yeah, he lost control, and the shit was on fire. It was mangled. Um, but from my understanding, everybody made it out okay. Uh, minor injuries. Um, don't confirm me on that, but that's from uh, a lot of the Virginia car pages. Uh, somebody um, that I follow. <laughs> they on a smear campaign for Subaru starting now. Bruh. Yo, hey. Who else is scared? Has been ever scared of going to one of them bridges or going over the tunnels? Not me specifically, but 
No, the underwater tunnels is um yeah, I always been scared of that. It made me anxious. Yeah. Not me. If I a die, little bit. A little bit. As the more I did it, I'm good. If Likewise. I die, I die. Damn me over here being dark and shit. So you get over that fear of the tunnel only for you to see an accident happen right in front of you and then the tunnel set on fire. You underwater. Yeah. And that shit is on fire. Yeah. Yeah, bumper to bumper traffic. Yeah, in my mind, yeah. I mean, I would have did what a lot of them did. People was getting out their cars, running their exits. It's my time to but go. How long is that? People sit in your car. It's my time how to go. How long is that tunnel, though? How long is that tunnel? Like, I got the Drake on. Like about a mile. A mile, yeah. Yeah, I got the I got the Drake on. I'm gonna turn it up, and I'm gonna turn the the, the air filtration on to try to last as long as I can. I know this this is not a question for us here, but why do they have that tunnel and not a bridge? Um, because oh, boats, boats still have to pass over. Boats I mean, they could build a taller bridge, but I feel like for the budget, I guess building the tunnel instead of building a high enough bridge yeah. was cheaper. Maybe they want to reflect. I don't know, dude. Yeah. This is, yeah, nigga, we go underwater. We can build, yeah. we can build an underwater bridge. That's fly. Yeah, that's fly. Um, I mean, it probably would be less work to operate. Like, you don't have to man it for, for the same way you have to man a uh, a drawbridge, especially with the amount of traffic that you would have going from um, through the seven five seven area, as opposed to like maybe the Delmarva region, or making it high enough with no supports in the middle of it in order for boats to be able to pass under. Yeah, we don't, we don't got that much money down here. That's some New York shit. Yeah, crazy. In uh, in sadder news, <clears throat> we have another black man uh, gunned down by police officers. Uh, B, I think you sent it to me. Mm-hmm. I've really, honestly, I'm gonna not gonna lie. I've seen some of it on the news. I did not click the link that you sent me. I, I didn't want to see it. You know, I, I get sick of seeing it a lot of times. And uh, so, if anybody wants to maybe fill in the details about this, I did hear, however, that that officer is being charged. Um, and within you know within eight minutes of him being on the scene, he was he was opening fire. Um. Here's, I'm just gonna say message, really quick. Rip. Black lives matter, right? Um, I'm gonna speak for some of my suburb black people out there that think you are invincible or invulnerable to police brutality. Um, and I come off very strong. Because even though niggas from Southside, I have a lot of friends um, that are from the Burbs. Um, and um, it's important to understand just because you did not experience police brutality growing up does not make it so that it can't happen to you. If you are black... It can happen to you. It's that simple, right? It's based off. It's that simple. And I, I get so passionate about it because I have friends that be, it didn't happen to me growing up. It never happened to me. And I have to go through stories of telling them, hey, I've been in this situation. I've had friends. I've had family members, X, Y, and Z, and give them examples and say, just because it didn't happen to you means the cop may have been having a good day or whatever else, but this situation 
is a wake up call to all of the people who all of the black people, I'm going to be exactly specific, all of the black people or the people of color who think police brutality does not exist. This case is so important. Cop showed up to the scene. Black man tried to shake his hand. Within five minutes, he was dead. Dead. Because he thought the police arriving on scene was his ally. He attempted to shake his hand. Yeah. He attempted to shake his hand. His guard was down. Right? He thought he was white. He even asked the officers, you know, how you doing? You doing good? What? And I'm not saying this to say that you you should treat police officers a certain way. I'm just saying this as a wake-up call to black people, people of color, who think they're invulnerable to police brutality. Look at this case. Look it up. Um, I want to say his name because he's important too. Jonathan Price. And the, the heading is, Jonathan Price tried to shake a white Texas officer's hand before he killed him. And to what Chevy, to what Chavot is saying is, we, literally, when you're reading the article, it says, yet another black man has died at the hands of police brutality. I mean, once again, this was something that was uh, debated. And kind of compared to what you, four years ago, um, gun control, gun laws, those were a huge debate point in mm. uh, presidential elections. This year, they didn't talk about them at all, but it did bring up the issues of race relations and systemic racism. Um, <clears throat> you know, and I think they also, they really could have did a better job of speaking on um, police brutality. Um the I mean we just saw with Kamala and Mike Pence that they had they asked some questions about, you know, Brianna and how the justice system is, you know, triggered to be unfair for people of color, black people specifically. Um and I just think that, you know, through all of this happening, it's so sad that all of this has to happen. We have to lose so many people. Not that this is something new. We have to lose so many people in public uh, in front of the world where we become hashtags and, and you know, chants. Because this officer is being charged. Great. That's that's what should be happening every time he's a murderer. Mm -hmm. But those lives not are not coming back, yeah. you know. And um, a, a lot has to change to where people's mentality is not, you know, just racist in the most, like, on the deepest level of yourself, you have to be, you have to have something wrong with you on the deepest level of yourself to arrive on the scene and immediately see this black man and think that, oh, this is who I need to detain because he tried to detain him. And um, according to the officer, Sean Lucas is his name. Uh. Uh, that's where things were wrong. He tried to detain this man who called him. So, it's all. There are things that are very systemic that need to be put into place just with, you know, the people who who look into being police officers. This dude was an officer for less than six months. Yeah. Fat white dude. First thing he do is come on and kill an unarmed black man yeah. for n no reason. 
and this story really hit this story hits like different for me because um when I first started working for the news as a photographer one of the stories that I had to cover I had to wake up real early for this one because it happened um nearby me where it was a man trying to break up a domestic dispute in a convenience store between you know whoever and it was Uh a young black man that did this and the dude that was you know creating a dispute ended up shooting both the dude that tried to intervene and the young woman he was having a dispute with yeah um which resulted in that young man's death police show up after the fact this is a this is a normal thing that's, that happened right near first precinct too right right it happened right by the police uh, uh precinct yeah right next to the department building mm-hmm. you know that's a normal thing we have a cur- we have a situation here where there's a domestic dispute and a black man you know young black man shows up to intervene and the police get there before it gets too you know too wild before a tragedy happens and tragedy still happens not even by you know any civilians but by the police themselves yeah and that's not something that we should have to be worried about or have to fear that when we call when we call the police and they miraculously are able to show up before tragedy strikes or before you know something bad happens that should be the end of it they should be able to come show up and be like all right i got you we you're safe now yeah right i shouldn't feel like you know if i see police i shouldn't feel oh i'm not safe yeah why why are y'all why do y'all exist if that's the case i could i should be i could be cool regardless if i'm not if not if i'm not going to be safe with y'all around I might as well not even fucking have y'all. If I'm not gonna feel safe, and and ultimately, man, it's just as a system, we're getting to feel that police just are, is a bad. It's a bad role. It's not. It's not a role that I. You know, I speak for a lot of black people. I'm sure we don't look to the police as, you know, that that sense of security, that, that ultimate safety when when they're called. You mm-hmm. know. We definitely look at them as, you know, people who are out to get us. You know, it, it's anxiety when you see them, when they drive past you. And I, I think that even goes back to um, originally, um, I was reading an article of how they were from. Slave, what is it, slave catchers? Yeah. Right. Right. Slave patrol. That's what it started from. Right. I don't think the role of modern day police is bad. I think policing and the government and the way it is done is fucking horrible. The people, the people in control, um, and the practices, the training, the knowledge, Everything about it is bad. I think that's kind of what I was saying. Though. Like okay. the, the role, you know, there are good people in those roles. You know, there are people who probably join and say, yeah, I want to stop crime. I want to help my neighborhood. I want to do this. You know, they have good intentions. But you get into this position where, as a system, it doesn't really work for the benefit of some of the people that you might be running into on a day-to-day basis. Oh, absolutely. You know? I agree with that 1,000%. Um, and it was a uh, it was a discussion that I had with my friend who is actually law enforcement. Um, <laughs> corrections. He not 12, but he work in the jails. You know what I'm saying? Um, and 
he was just telling me, he was like, yo, I have friends on the force. This is me speaking verbatim from him. Um, I have friends on the force and if they catch, uh, you, there's so many examples of when people try, uh, or cops try to report other cops in their sanction or cops, um, who try to do the right thing. Um, and they get fired from their jobs. Right. So it's one of those things where how long do you have to be complacent with blatant evil before you decide this is not a place that I want to work? This is not I don't care how much money you're giving me. But in the same token, if I quit, how do I feed my family? Um, How do I eat? Right. Um, And I feel like there's so many people um, in law enforcement that are in that limbo. Um, And it's I I don't feel bad for them, but it's unfortunate. Um, I was about to say, I don't like that argument just off the basis that you sacrificing other families to to provide for your own family is not is, is not cool. At all, like regardless. I but mean, it's it's it, human it, nature. Morally, morally. No, 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 no. It's human nature. When we when we look at it honestly, if you are good, if it's you or me, right? But that but that's not a good parallel. It's at all. it's not it's not, but it is human nature. No, but that's not the conversation that we're having. So I don't want you to start attaching that to a conversation or a point that you were making about police brutality in response to what he's saying. Because in response to what he's saying, on a different conversation, yeah, Mm. maybe that's okay. But in this case, I I can't let you get that off. Because that's not, it's not, you're not speaking on the same point. Right. No, so what I'm saying... It's like two things are true, but in this particular conversation that's not what you were originally talking about no 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 that's not what I was originally talking about let's just stick to so what I'm saying is is that if you have right a mother that works in administration for a police department this LAPD LAPD is notoriously known for being corrupt right Mm -hmm. so if you have this police department and the report comes in and this is these are just very generic hypotheticals. Yeah, we got you. Okay. The report comes in and your police chief comes in, right? Let's say it was a shooting or whatever like that, a case of um an officer just beating the shit out of a guy. And this is it's a young I'm not even going to say young. It's a black uh woman, right? She has two kids at home. She lives in California, right? Her police chief comes in and tells her, yo, make this go away. If she does not make it go away, that's her job. She cannot feed her family at home. Granted, she can search for another job. I I get there's additional other options. I was going to say, I would simply find a different job. That's you. You're not a single mother with kids at home. You don't work for the LAPD. How how did we get here? I don't know. We got here from saying, yo, there's still people on the... As a system. As a system. I I don't argue with that. As a system, the police are are doing a bad job. Yeah, they're horrible. I'm not denying that. Universally. But 
how we got here was saying me saying it's human nature because a big argument of that so is sometimes I think you don't I don't want to attach one point to another because that that's a conversation to be had but maybe not in the sense of we're saying yo police universally are doing a poor job at handling this issue uh, we think it's getting better maybe through protests apparently not because it keeps happening mm-hmm. There are some reforms that need to be made, more so than talking about, you know, people quitting their jobs. And so, no, that's where I come in. And I was saying that I understand it and I agree with everything you're saying. But a common rebuttal to that is, is that there's good cops, too. There's good cops, too. Or there's good people in there. And why don't they just quit or why don't they just leave their jobs why aren't the good cops doing enough that's a common rebuttal and you were, and you were talking and much. you were and you were talking about mm-hmm. you were originally talking about if the quote unquote good cops mm-hmm. report the bad ones mm-hmm. or report the bad behavior mm-hmm. that they face discipline they face no they lose their job that's you know that's a history okay so that just loops back in instead of yeah it's horrible uh, it, wait instead of you know coming up with this defense for why don't they quit why don't they because they might be single mothers da 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 no it loops back into the point that okay as a system this is flawed this is not working so rather than focus on okay yeah they can't quit their job because they need the money they need that 40000 a year so, no no th- th- I'm, I'm not bad instead mm-hmm. of focusing on that no, I'm more so focused on, and I want to go down the trajectory of what are the reforms that need to be happening? What are the changes in those things that you've mentioned? The trainings, the reporting of uh, incidents, etc. I understand that, and I doubt that anybody listening to this... I'm not saying... I'm not arguing. No, 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 I'm not arguing I'm saying that you making that point is... It's, it's, kinda... it's not for us, and I will honestly say it's not for us, and it's not relevant to most of our listeners. <clears throat> what I'm doing is, is that I'm presenting a point that a lot of people who don't agree with... Nobody's saying police quit your job. Not nobody's saying, but... A lot of people... We here never say anything I, about police quit your job. I get that. Okay. But... In the off chance that somebody is taking a first listen, right? Because we're a podcast at the end of the day. If somebody is taking a first listen to us to understand from our side of the story, right? Okay. I don't want an argument to become invalidated just because of... We never the- said anything about quitting jobs. I, I, I want to I wrangle this up because I yeah. feel like we're getting away from the overall point of the matter. The overall point of the matter is that the current system of policing is in, inherently flawed. This is a system where, you know, people were allowing police to feel safe, to feel like, you know, their property and their lives are in a position where they could be defended or the very least avenged or had justice found for them. And that's not something that occurs. And that's not that's something that regularly does not occur for African-American men and women. Um, and that is something that needs to be changed. And right. the whole world is watching us go through this alongside COVID-19. And it's not only an embarrassment, but it also makes us look like we don't know what, what we're doing over here. Yeah. 
the United States of America is just in a really like rough space right now when it comes to all of that. So praise to all, you know, praise to the Price family. Nobody, you know, regardless of however, whatever the views are, I'm seeing a lot of things that are saying that he was a Trump supporter and he liked the police and he was one of those dudes that you were saying, B, that said, Mm -hmm. you know, this isn't going to happen to me. Regardless of all of that, I don't want to hear nobody say, oh, well, joke's on him or, oh, the I I don't want to hear none of that shit because that's, you know, we passed that shit. That's that's stupid. Yo, it's another African-American, a young African-American man that lost his life. Nah. This needs to stop, and we need you know we need to get this out the way because we it's in the way of progress at yeah. this point. Yo, it's been like, like that, but it's in the way of progress. I agree a hundred percent with everything else you're saying. All I was doing was presenting a point. Got it. Oh, Good man. point, man. We uh, anything else that we need to talk about? Uh, I guess we can talk about um Trump coming back from. COVID-19, or do we want to leave Trump alone? That nigga got the greatest yeah. DNA. <laughs> but he said his DNA is the cure. So, yeah, this man, uh, it's a meme running around where this man said, let me, let me see if I can find it real quick. The doctor said they've never seen a body uh, kill the coronavirus like my body. They've never seen They it. tested my DNA, and it wasn't DNA. It was USA. <laughs> and I, I do want to say, you know, I know this nigga ain't say that shit, but it's hilarious and it sounds like some shit that he was saying. It's believable. It's very believable. Yeah, this is a wild nigga, man. They said he's going to be, uh, they canceled the debate, uh, Trump presidential debate, um, because of this. However, Trump uh, is going to be doing few, I think every day this week he's going to be doing an in-person <laughs> Uh, event, so event. Yeah, there, yeah. there was air quotes in that. No, no, no. Event. It was on the news. No, I'm saying yeah. it's event. It's yeah. very um. It's concerning though that he would do this. You know, not even a week out of the hospital for being positive with coronavirus because we have no idea what like you know his his real, his current like you know status. abilities his stat yes yeah, perfect sorry his current status. You know, is he transmissible? Is he going to be coughing? You know, is he going to be giving it to people? Because, you know, he has these events. He, he may not be wearing a mask. You know, he might you be getting close hands, to people. He, like he, he, he's acting who he's posturing like, oh, I've beaten the coronavirus. Do this you think it's I've a hoax? Defeated. Do you think he actually got it? I don't give a fuck for real, for real. Like, because at the end of the day, whether he got it or not, he should still be acting like he got it. Because that's what all of us out here are doing right now is... You know, treating this like it's a big deal. We're supposed to be out here wearing masks. We're supposed to be out here, you know, being socially distant. We're supposed to be out here taking care like we're asymptomatic. And this isn't a disease that is just, oh, you coughing or you sneezing, you got it. Nah, I could be chilling. We got the person representing the nation taking treating it like it's nothing. Yeah, you know, I got it all, but I don't feel sick, so, you know, I'm going to still go out there and do whatever I do. I think Trump is like, very maybe he is and doesn't care but I think he just seems to be very unaware of how powerful his actions are his words or maybe he just is intentionally just empowering people with this type of mentality yeah yo Moses what what it do you on uh you on a podcast bro Are you serious what's yeah. the podcast called OSS well, why you put me on a podcast bro what up man cause you you talk the good shit Moses I know, man. I know. You sound like you just, you sound like you just waking up, man. They're not ready for all of this. They're not yeah. ready for it. Yeah, 
Same old shit, same old shit. I'll hit you back after this shit done with. I ain't tripping. Um, but yeah, same old shit. How no weekdays going? That's going good, man. I'm still growing. I got some new got some new heat coming out, man. Ready to shock the world. Like DJ Khaled or the other other shit this gear. And another one. Yeah. <laughs> you give us a uh, a hit as to this new heat. And can we get an explanation or no weekdays from the uh, from the cast? No, fuck that. You know who else got some new heat coming out? What's that? Me, nigga, I finished my EP on Monday, man. That shit coming out. Dude got the Moses feature. Oh, oh do Moses, do Moses got his feature? Yeah. No, he gonna be on the next one. I hope you got your bars ready. Bro, my bars be straight, man. My bars are ready, man. Let me get a high four, Mo. Give us a little something on the, you know, on the podcast. Nah, you know, y'all not ready for They're that. They're not, not, not ready for that, man, you know. All right, man. We're going to let you go. We're going to uh, wrap this podcast up and hit you back. All right, bro. All right, man. Go on. <laughs> Damn, we popular today. Nick's calling three, four, five times. Somebody knocking at the doors. We get a hotline. Yeah. You know what? Maybe we could start having phone guests. We're going to have guests next week. Yeah. But maybe we could do a regular thing where people call or we call people and catch we, up with them. We yeah. maybe not catch up, but we, we get we get somebody else's uh, input on some of these right. topics yeah, that we're talking about. Yeah. Mm. I, I like that because I, I do actually have a history teacher, um, and he he is very well involved. <laughs> I got a history teacher. You got a history teacher. Yeah, from yeah. Who else? You went out of school for ten years. Yo, what? who else to give you facts in the history teacher? Why are you still talking to your history teacher? <laughs> Yo, this nigga on Facebook. It's a man. It's a nigga. Yo, damn. He commented on my Facebook post today. Hey, yo, tell us a good reason to leave you alone. You are twenty. Bro, y'all niggas. Yo, you was that kid that went back to school after you graduated. Whoa, whoa, no, no, no. Hop around the school for absolutely. Could wait for his reunion. It's crazy because I was just I was like out of school for like four years, and I got a request on Facebook. It was like. Blank, blank. Because y'all friends. Like, no. He has all of his students <laughs> on Facebook. I guess a common that's, thing. That's he, weird. He was, he was a teacher that was involved. You know what I'm saying? Like involved on his students' progress. You know, he was just... Involved, right. Yeah, man. It, he was chill. <laughs> Yo, shot. What are you doing? Niggas tripping. Niggas tripping. Nah. Everybody got that one... Everybody got that one teacher that they fuck with from high school. Well, maybe not... Maybe yeah. not y'all. Nah, I haven't spoken to anybody from yeah. high school, aside from like maybe a couple girls. Nah, I haven't spoken to anybody like, from high school except for y'all. Really don't. I mean, y'all went to shitty schools then. God damn. I mean, I don't. I mean, I get it because teachers really don't be invested in their students. But I mean, this was a nigga that I could see my whole senior class. We all had his class, and he'd be like, "Yo, that's that's great. Keep doing a good job." Or yo. Hey, I appreciate that. That's that's mad love. Him and my band teacher. Them niggas still be involved in their student lives. So, I mean, I'm sorry y'all went to shitty schools because... Uh, yeah, I'm very happy that you got a uh, positive positive support system with positive male role models in your life growing up. I mean, I wouldn't say a positive male role model because a nigga white, but... Uh, <laughs> what? Whoa! White people can't yeah. be role models? Can't be I'm not for a black... 
Young, no, absolutely not. Not like that. Yeah, not acting like that. Not in general. I'm not. In general, you don't even fucking, and I know this sounds racist, but you don't even fucking look no. like me. No, I don't, you I don't know. Racist. Yeah, yeah. That is racist. I don't care. There yeah. is no, hold up. There is no white man that I would be able to look up to as a father figure role model. That's just me. And maybe yeah, that's just me. Wait a minute. Let me put this in front of you. What about if you're a young child? Your mom and dad split up, and then, uh, or your dad isn't around, but your mom at, at a young age marries a white man, and he's your stepdad. Maybe as I'm younger, however. Well, we ain't talking about why you you 26 now. We ain't talking about that. Okay. So, as a young kid, I mean, I could see it. I'm speaking, and I was only speaking from personal experience. And it is what it is. So, so in, in the case that I presented to you, it will work? Maybe. <laughs> and that's a hard baby. I, I don't know. I don't come from a biracial household. I don't have friends that come from a biracial household. Right? It must be nice. <laughs> it, it, it really must be nice. I can't even imagine a black father in my household right now. So you telling me to imagine a white father in my household as I was growing up? That's something I can't do. To imagine it? No. Absolutely not. I mean, one day we'll get into the depth of traumas that comes from not having like a father in, in your house. Yeah. Can you, can I'm you, just a, can, hold up, hold up, hold up. Growing up right now, could you imagine your father being white? But in realistically, I don't, no. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. hold up, hold up. Cause let, I'm, let I'm, him get his question yeah, straight. Yeah, hold up, hold question I gotta get it straight. Rashad. Right. And this, we said we're going to get deep this episode. Is your father alive and or in your life currently? Yes, but he's alive and in my life. I talked to him a few hours ago, matter of fact. Okay. So, I am the only person Give him some background. Well, yeah, the background is uh, he was gone for a decade or more. Okay. But he uh, came back when I was around 21, 22, and uh, we passed things up. Um, I would say our relationship isn't so much. I mean, I'm his son. He's my father, but we don't have that, you know, classic father-son relationship. But I recognize that, and we just built a relationship more so. Uh, me knowing what he is, and we're just two men who are getting to know each other. Okay, so now what's your relationship with your father? Uh, I live with my dad and my mom. Like, Nah. Oh, it's, it's it's been like that. Hey, look, I'm 25 and I'm a working professional. No, I'm that's older. not why I'm laughing. Not I'm laughing. Yet. I'm laughing because that wasn't the question he was yeah. asking. Yeah, he can have. He's asking me what my relationship with my father is. I'm about to, you know, I'm he has a good like relationship with his father. Like historically, yo, so, yo, let me finish. Come on, I just, I didn't yo. say that. I didn't say that. I thought you were about to kill me for living with my parents. Right no, don't be insecure. Hey, I'm not insecure. Hey, this you? Yeah, nigga. Go ahead. Anyway, no, like you know, I, I've um, 
every time I've like lived with my parents, I've always lived with both my parents. Um, my father's been my life, my entire life, and he's been a very like major positive force in my life. You know, he's a very I, I will say you know he's a very hard worker. So I see him. I would see him less than my mom, but that's because he's always spending time trying to you know keep the household on, keep the household powered up, and make sure mm-hmm. everybody you know get like Terry Crews and everybody gets Crews exactly. <laughs> Okay, yeah. <laughs> chatty. <laughs> my um, I lived with my mom most of my life. <clears throat> my father was in prison from like you know sometime after my conception before mm-hmm. I was born. So I, I never had a childhood where my dad was present. Uh, actually, my his father and my uncles and my grandparents. They were all, you know, they all worked together and played that the village. Uh, father role. Yeah, there was a, a village. My family was real tight, you know, on both my mom and my dad's side. So <clears throat> I had even Sanan's dad. He's my cousin, but mm-hmm. he's an entire generation above me. He played a, you know, I had other people that kind of worked together to fill that role in some ways. Although we can all acknowledge it's no one that can really do it the way it should be done as your real father because nobody has that you know time and the same yeah yeah my grandfather did you Mm -hmm. know he he played a big role but yeah my father was in prison so he's out now as I'm um you know pushing 30 (laughs) but I mean no and it's good and we actually we've always known each other and spoke to each other so it's not like he was a complete stranger so uh yeah, I mean that's the that's the background. I've always known my dad and known who he was and had conversations, but right. I've only gotten to live and see him on a regular basis as an adult. So for me, I've had vague father figures, but I will say I had a village. Um made up of made up of uh, Coda's dad. Okay. We're going. I'm gonna call him Terrell, cause we're on the pod, and that's my. Well, nigga. the world knows him as Coda. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. And, and some like coaches, instructors. Right. No, 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 no. Just coach, instructor, <laughs> just one. It, it's it's literally like Terrell's dad, and I will say maybe like 35 percent street's dad. Yeah. Um. So your friend's father's. Yeah, but really, Coda's dad, I would honestly give, like, yo, like, that was, like, the only male figure I had in my life yeah. um, growing up. Was he more like an uncle, maybe? Yeah, like that that uncle that really, like, fuck you up when your mom go to him. So that's strong uncle. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, everybody here knows... Everybody here knows Master Bullock. Shout out to him, Dragon A&T. They out there in New Jersey. Um, they just got a new studio. Um, I'm not taking anything away from him. He did the best he could because there were plenty of kids like me um, growing up where he was that father figure, right? I'm not even going to cap. Um, he did a, a wonderful thing for his community while he was operating right up the street from here. Even when my family first moved here, um, from up north, um, you know what I'm saying. Um, he didn't hesitate to, you know, make sure that I had 
uh, safe space and all of that good stuff. I'm not going to get too deep into that, but yo, this nigga, he held it down for his community for Northside um, when we first moved down here. Um, but that was it. So that's a stretch for me to say, yo, I think that the father figure in my life could be white. That's how we got here. I don't think that's much of a stretch, though. It's not a stretch at all. It's not a stretch. Yo, so my- if, if, there, if there was a, per- a man in your life that you know, he was in love with your mom, y'all lived, y'all all lived together... And he was a positive role model like in your that's, life, you That's such a stretch just because of the fact I've seen and experienced how step X, Y, and Z goes, right? Stepmothers, in-laws. What do you, what, you mean, what by, do you mean by, by you've seen okay. experienced? Okay, yeah. okay. So I've had friends with dads who I've grown up with and have had multiple partners or step Mothers, stepfathers. Multiple stepmothers. Yes. You're losing me a little bit. Yeah. So, I've seen how kids treat their step parents. It takes, and in my experience, it takes a minimum of seven to eight years for you to even recognize this person as X, Y, and Z. You do not think of them as your mother, as your father, whatever they step are, you think of them as a temporary replacement until you find X, Y, and Z. That's not necessarily that's true. Necessarily no, true. that's absolutely true. I've and from my personal experience. Well, you don't. You stop saying that because you don't have personal experience. You just have speculation from what you've seen. No, no, no. I've had conversations and heart to hearts with people who've had step parents. Yeah, that is so. That from, is using someone else's experience. That's not your personal experience. So the experience with people that I've gone. You just. You, just, you, you, you It's hearsay. You're, you're taking what you know from someone else. I'm just saying it's not personal experience. But go on. It's it's never personal experience because so as stop we using know. that phrase. But it is experience from people who've had step parents. I don't I don't think it's um it's accurate to use other people's experiences that you haven't gone through. You maybe you you know they've spoken it to you or maybe they have confided in you, but as evidence for that belief, I don't know if that's necessarily an accurate way to um look at to it. To go about it. I think that it's it's very understandable that somebody could have those feelings and especially if it was at a young age and later down the line look back and say, all right, maybe this was that father figure because it's not your father. No one else can be your father. You get one. This is a father figure. This is a positive role model. Um, And if you, as a child, choose to, you know, well, to reject that in your life, you know, it, that happens. Yeah. That does happen. I don't think it's fair to say that that is the rule. No, no, no. I, I, I'm, I never said that was the rule. I said that was the experience from the people who have had step parents that multiple that I've... And that's another thing. Yo, if you got... Let's say you live with your mother and she has more than one, like... 
man come into your life, yeah, of course you're not going to get attached to or, you know, develop that bond with him. He's just here temporarily. Oh, she's with him now. Oh, she with him now. You know, are these people getting married and they get married back to back? Or is these boyfriends that they dating and they seeing them different niggas every year? Like, And then additionally, no, nothing you said has had anything to do with the race of these individuals. What I'm saying is, is that me personally, from the people that I know that have had these experiences, and me personally, as somebody who grew up without a father, I could not see me... At 27, my father figure being white. That was a whole argument. I could not see that. I just, I'm not, and I'm not trying to invalidate your. You um, can't invalidate that. I don't think that's the point. We're just trying to. Yeah, that's not the point. That was the whole point. That's what I said. And y'all niggas was like, oh, this and that. We're trying to figure out the math behind it. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's all it is. We're trying to get you to maybe explain it in a way that would get us to say, Okay, okay, I, I get it. it, but so far you haven't. Now no, I'm not no, saying I'm not. I, that was never the intention. I said me personally, I could never see no, my father figure. You don't have to repeat it again. No, no, no. So, so, so yeah. it's clear what the what the debate is about. I said it's me not a debate. It, it's not a debate. <laughs> no. So his, his, this is the thing. We're on a podcast. Y'all and you're making a you're making a, a statement that is very polarizing yeah. and that is very you know specific. And we, just we have people who may be hearing this. And they may say, well, why do you feel that way? Because maybe it could be a white dude that's listening to the podcast. And maybe he is in a situation where he may be raising a young black man or a young black boy. And he's like, well, why does he feel this way? And so yeah. for you to say, I couldn't have a, you know, a white father figure. That may be demoralizing to him. Or he may take that in a way. Even if, hold up. I don't care. Even if it is, that's, that's yeah. not what it's about. I it's said, more so about. It's more so about. You know, when you say something and you stand on it and you die on it as hard as you are right now, you know, you want to be able to make it make sense to yeah, to somebody who probably can't yeah. relate to your exact you experience. So that I no, what you want no, to absolutely and, not. And before you jump, before you go no, further, no, 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 let that, me get this. I want to say one last thing. No, one no, thing. no. I said, me personally, I could not see my father figure being white growing up. You guys are adding all of these, oh, well, X, Y, and Z, this, that, and the third. No, I don't care. That's I, not what you said at first. That's Hold on, shut up, shut up. Hold it back. Time that's out. A, yeah, because if we wrote it I back, said. if we wrote it back, and I'm going to let you have this, but if we wrote it back, you said, white man can't be no male father figure to To me. No, that's what I said. You said to a black boy, bro. No, that's not what I said. You didn't start with that, but you graduated and you said that. But I'm going to let you have it. You got it. You got to. Because that's what I said. I know what I said. But And you know what? To me. And that's cool. That's cool. If you have your opinions, if you have your feelings, like the way you feel, if your only justification for the things that you say is, nah, that's how I feel. That's how I feel. Fuck you niggas. That's how I feel. Hey, look, you are entitled to that. I am absolutely entitled to that. And I want to make sure that the viewers have a chance to, you know, understand where you come from when you say certain things. I get it. And I get all of you guys probing questions. It was a short statement. I didn't expect it to go out this long. All right, man, you got it. Look, we moving on. <laughs> I, I can tell. I can tell. I can tell when you know what I'm saying. This is a like I said. I didn't want to get into it on this episode. That's a deep, you know, issue. That's a deep. Yeah, we we, could, we got a whole a, pie about that. Exactly. Yeah. So I want to move on from this. I don't want to keep plucking at this yeah, cord. Yeah, right. 
um, within you or within any of us because we all have some form of, you know, this situation to deal with. So uh, is there anything else that we need to get on? I think we had, what, two hours now? No, we had about 35. Oh, shit, that's... I feel like we've been, you know, sitting here chatting for a while, man. Damn, yeah, I thought I was at least a two. Yeah. No, yeah, we're not even a two yet. We had a couple of interruptions, but, you know. Oh, okay. So, That's why I felt. Like I mean, we don't have too much that's going on. It's just, you know, we just we kicking it. That was like, regardless, that was a good conversation right there. I enjoy having a conversation because that's not something that you know we talk about as young black men, like you know, relationships like that. Yeah. So it's important. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely important. And it's and you know to use you as an example, it's also very important to understand that you know, certain people may have viewpoints that, yo, I just feel like this because I feel like this. And I think that, you know, that should be recognized. Yeah. So. Yeah. I agree. I I don't have anything. To, I absolutely agree. There is no factual evidence for me to say what I said. I just feel like X, Y, Z. I'm not going back into it. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm not, I'm not going back into it, but I'm just saying, yeah, that's absolutely right. Like, yo, no. Uh, we got oh Tory Lanez getting uh we got to talk about that yeah we already talked about that really? yes. yeah yeah okay, okay, okay I okay. think that was the first thing damn we hop right into yeah, it oh yeah. wait I do have something else to talk about I said this to the chat at some point there was a rumor going around this week that Kendrick Lamar was leaving TDE okay I remember to that join or to run his own company mm-hmm. with Georgia Smith uh PG Lane and day free. Uh, so, when y'all first saw that, or well, what was your first take, hot take on that? Um, I was just like, about time. If we just talking about the rumor, and like when I saw it, what did I think? Yeah, I was like, yeah, about time, you know. Um, I don't know. That's that would come across my mind, being that you know they they speak with. Uh, Especially the OG members, Kendrick Lamar, J-Rock. Uh, they speak as though, you know, it's a family type of environment. They know each other well. They know each other's families. You know, I would think that they would be in business together with, uh, you know, very deeply vested interests. It's a lot more tight neck. That's what I thought at first. That's what I thought as well. So it was kind of like, I wonder why that had occurred. But I don't have no information on it, so I can't really speak to that. But from just a surface level, yo, if it mean I get another Kendrick album, I'll be hyped. I get all of that, but in the same token, I'm just like, at what point in time do you, as an artist, branch out and want to start your own? Kendrick has been Kendrick for years now. Well, you know, and I, I get it. It's a, it's a label. They're all tight knit. There's family vibes X, Y, and Z. But at what point do you want your own? Well, um, the thing that I was wondering is is TDE was TDE also run by Kendrick? Like, no, was this like no, no, sir. or was this a project that was like all, entirely top down? Anthony yeah. Tiffith is the uh, yeah. founder of TDE. Um, he you know he found Kendrick Lamar and J Rock. You know, and, and, you know, they all took their lumps and eventually went on to, you know, be very successful and to make that connection with Dr. Dre and, um, I want to say, Interscope. 
which mm-hmm. is, you know, catapulting Kendrick to that superstar level. How we had the conversation about needing a major. A yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, but it all came back to, to the house, which was TDE, you know, where they started from basically the bottom and just became very successful, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, we saw maybe maybe a year ago, we saw that PG Lang was created. They put out the visual mission statement, mm-hmm. the video where it's him, Baby Kim, Georgia Smith is involved. Dave Free, my baby, is also <clears throat> uh, listed as a founder. Dave Free is actually uh, he at one point was uh, president with uh, Top Dog at TDE. Mm-hmm. So they go and they make this company. It's pretty vague on what they do until they put out a you know a mission statement saying that you know it's a service company. They do um, video, sort of some like we're trying to build and production company productions, videos, uh, music, podcasts. It's, gonna, it's just gonna house all types of content, and it seem it seemed like a great idea. It's licensed exclusively with Columbia. Mm-hmm. And Kendrick is listed as an owner. And that's what I'm saying. And that would lead... But I, it's just strange that all of a sudden this rumor would come out that he's leaving TDE to do this. I don't think that in and of itself is a story. I think, you know, maybe this is something that's been in the works. Um, you know, like uh, kind of like what you've been saying. I think this is something that he's been working on. Um and we know the internet leaks um rumors x y there's so many things that could have played into the release of this information um and so you know i think that this is maybe not how he wanted to leave tde um or if he's even leaving tde at all yeah we had you know, you know, the rumor floats around for a day. Within that same day, you have uh, Punch say, tweet that rumors move faster than the truth. or something like mm. that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Or rumors go around the world before the truth puts his shoes on. This is yeah, 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 that was it. That was it. And then the next day, you have Kendrick Lamar with his <laughs> Blue's Clues soft toy. Uh, you know, in so many words say they you know, it's not true. Mm. What'd so, you take from that? Um, I mean, I wasn't willing to really jump to conclusions in the first place. Okay. Him starting this company doesn't necessarily mean that he's leaving his label. Even though this is gonna be probably a place where he could <laughs> release his music and own it, you know, one hundred percent. Mm-hmm. You know. As long as his obligations to TDE are, you know, completed. Fulfilled, uh-huh. Uh, but we see Baby Keem. Uh, we all familiar with Baby Keem here? I am personally not, no. Uh, the Orange Soda. Soda song? No. L- let, me, let me play it for you. Maybe you've heard it. <laughs> all right. Let me see if I can run it real quick. Just run that shit, Turbo. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. You know that? Yeah, yeah. I heard okay. it. Damn, I ain't know the name. I ain't know the artist. Okay. 
So we have Baby King, and Baby King's music is... Shut the fuck up. All right. Baby King music in 2019 was released under Baby King LLC. The music in 2020 is released under Baby King LLC, PG Lang LLC, under exclusive license with Columbia. So we see that you have PG Lang releasing an artist's music. But as you had on your stream recently, we mm-hmm. have Georgia Smith, who's also whose name is also incorporated in it, mm-hmm. releasing music, and PG Lang is nowhere to be found. We, I guess, we'll have to wait and see what when Kendrick Lamar drops his album or drops whatever he intends to drop. If PG Lang is um, gonna be stamping that trademark and, on it, and not yeah. only PG Lang but TDE as well, it could you know it's. It's could possible. A, you a never joint. know. It could be some type of mm-hmm. partnership. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to speculate and say that because it can be listed as a music label as well as a service company. Mm-hmm. But since it's licensed with Columbia, maybe this is just a guess. I'm freestyling. Okay. Freestyle style. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a company that can provide all type of development of content, maybe songwriting even. We see Baby King with a lot of um, credits. We see Kendrick with a lot of writing credits. Uh, Georgia Smith as well, probably a great writer and producer. My baby. So maybe they have all of these resources that they will then feed into Columbia Records and their artists and acts to Hmm. you know, get a guaranteed revenue stream. Yeah, kind of like what you... What you're doing, you know, you, you want to um, start, like, I know you've been songwriting for people recently. Definitely. You know, and so it's like, if a song comes out that you wrote, but the artist is signed to somebody else, wouldn't it show up as, you know, OSS slash whatever? Uh, you know, that that's something that gets handled in the, you know, the business, but you would always get your... Songwriting credits. credits because okay. you know you have ASCAP, you have BMI, mm-hmm. CSAC, whatever you may be um, dealing with. Um, but uh, as far as having your own company, you have to actually have the company <laughs> and and make those you know arrangements to you know mm-hmm. for things to be licensed under you or to be <clears throat> uh, trademarked. Okay, you know with your company's stamp. Okay, hell Well, shout out to them. Um, yeah, I look forward to seeing what's going to come from PG Lang. Man. I'm definitely my baby on there, Georgia Smith. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, that's what I'm saying. Hey, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. We get it. I need to, I need to make Obsession. it known. I stand. <laughs> you leaving uh, money bags in the comment section? No, no, no. no. no, 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 no you leaving snowflakes? Somebody, somebody explain so, that to me. What's you the are icy So basically, that's how it's... Quavo Quavo jumped into Sweetie DMs. He said that Snowflake had said, you so icy, uh, I'm a Glacier Boy. You so icy, I'm a Glacier Boy. I sent it to my girl recently. She sent them the um, the emoji for Stir Fry. You know the song Stir Fry? Yeah. And um, next thing you know. Next thing you know. Yeah, fuck. (laughs) I'm going to go say that, but yeah, yeah, they out here now, so... Damn, that's all you gotta do. You got money. Let me tell you what's in my head right now. That video of her getting the all with the chiropractor, like you know, fixing her back. It was like, 
Yo, this chiropractor uh, put me back in after I took him broke that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo, put this nigga Quavo is wild. So now you, if you hopping in the girl's DMs or woman's DMs? Snowflake. Just drop that snowflake. Come snowflake. On. I don't know if regular niggas getting that off. Nah, nah, Quavo. regular niggas getting that off right now. Quavo is yeah, right now. Nah, nah. Niggas, royalty. Y'all nah. trying to drop snowflakes. Them niggas going in a dumpster, actually. I'm going to around with you. There's a thread. Of Mariah Sinus is at Mariah Sinus. Yeah, yo, I got 10,000 snowflakes in my DM. Yeah, you got me Snowflake. Hey, Mariah Sinus is mm. fire. I just want to make sure I put that out there. Mm. You I got, got a long list. Did you, were you one of those 10,000 snowflakes? No, nah, hell no. I'm, st- I'm, you know, I'm biting the money. No, nah, I was. <laughs> no. Nah. Uh-huh. But I would be. I, I was a spirit. I was a solidarity with them niggas. Yeah. I, um, I don't know if I'm going to be using a snowflake. I'm not, I'm not no, icy. Yeah. I can't get that off. Yeah, icy. I'm not no, icy. Not icy. I yeah. can't pull that off. Do you have any ice? Yeah, how much ice do you have to have to be able to pull that off? Shit, just just one chain. Just one chain? No, no, no. But it, it can't be from the nigga in the middle section at the ball. <laughs> you know the niggas going around doing the diamond testing. So when you went to Jared's, you got you gotta go to Jared pull that off. Is that where you get jewelry from? Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't own jewelry. <laughs> Damn. Now I'm getting my shit from the uh, the Russians up in Soho. Shit. Alright, man. Has you anyone here who's ever bought a ring from a girl? Where did you get it from? Groupon. This Groupon? This nigga said Groupon. Yo, this is, <laughs> this is directed. <laughs> I'm just asking. I bought I bought a ring for a girl when I was 18. This nigga said Groupon. Oh no no no! I was like I was like 20, 19, 20 maybe. I went to um. You went to Jack. What's that joint that in, in a white oak? Every kiss begins with K. K. I want the K. Yeah, I got them all. Oh, yeah. Nobody else got nothing to say. I'm like, I've never purchased a piece I of jewelry for a woman that costs more than maybe like sixty dollars. Yo, I just bought my girl a T-shirt that says she belongs to the Leaf. Yeah, so I bought. <laughs> I don't want to see you do no snowflakes. That's yeah, snowflakes. Not, you, not getting you are. Bro, I didn't do it. <laughs> stop flexing, bro. I didn't. Say, I never said I sent a snowflake. Joke, you send a snowflakes? Jokes out. Um, I, I purchased some some jewelry before for a young lady. Um, from where was it? K. Um, no, no sir, no sir. Where was it from? I, I, no, no, no. Where was it from? She not mall. listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The mall. Yeah. The mall. He always got it from the... He uh, was in the niggas in the middle of the food court. <laughs> hey, look. If, if, I, if I go to Jerry's and I get a ring, we not breaking up, okay? All What's right? going to happen if she break up with you? No, it's no, not no. It's, it's, no, no. We're not breaking up, okay? I just... Yeah, yeah if I, I don't know. He's talking like What you doing if you see... Uh, you get a, a mysterious Snapchat from somebody else and she going to town and she got the ring on... <laughs> With the ring on. She jacking another nigga off with the ring on. Whoa. Why jacking it? Bro. That shit don't feel good. Bro. Why is that your go-to? <laughs> he, he, I'm trying to tell him I'm trying to be offensive. No, she, she, uh, Yo, if she gives you a sloppy toppy with the ring, all right, I get yeah, you, but the yeah. jacking off? No, You know what? That's because he goes straight to the handy. Yeah. Yo, this nigga <laughs> like hand jobs. <laughs> this nigga <laughs> like hand jobs. <laughs> That's one of your things, bro. Oh, you over there telling yourself. This shit was great. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
You respected that. Yeah. You know. He ain't well, got no choice. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't have a choice. Don't look at me like that. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, no, so she was like, you know what? I'm gonna give him a little hand job. I'm gonna give him a hand job. I was like, alright, you know, I'm gonna just let you do your thing. You and did. She, she ended up impressing me. And so the next the next time around, <laughs> the next time around, and that's what she, she, she lived she with that joke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Next time when she laid that down, she was like, you know what? I'm going to up the ante a little bit. And she gave us a talk. Wait, so where were you when she first gave you the hand job? I was at her house. You were... Yo, the only time what I've ever gotten... What something you see for? The only time I've ever Yo, gotten a hand job... Y'all acting so fucking elitist right now. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The only time I've ever gotten a hand job has been in the movie theater. So I, if I'm in the house, you piece of scum, that's nasty. Hey, bro, I was like fucking fifteen. This nigga, nigga. A sex offender. Hey, look. No, nigga, you can't be a sex offender when you're fifteen. I was yes, fifteen. You what? Yes, you can. Hey, bro, you yeah, done arguing with me today, bro. Yeah. No, but How are you a sex offender if you're 15? It's okay, bro. You're right. right. 15? <laughs> you are right. You're right. All right. You're right. Anyway, so yo, so have y'all got a hand job before? In the movie theaters. Yes, me. In the movie theaters. What about you? I mean, it was part of something else. I never yeah, exactly. Got, I never just got the loan. I'm not getting hand. the solo. I'm not. I'm not getting. <laughs> not a solo. I'm not getting the solo hand job. That's it. Like never and never in my life. That's crazy. How old were you? Nah, this was recent. Yo, She didn't want to have sex. Yeah, what she do you want to do? Bro, at 25, at 25, I'm not taking no hand job. You gonna say don't worry about it? Yeah, yeah I'm yeah, good. Don't worry about I'm it. fucking good. Yeah, you not? A girl pull up on you right now and want to give you a hand job? You taking it? No. She I, didn't pull up on me 
they saying, hey, I'm coming over. I want to give you a hand job. I was already over there, Joan. Well, you know, we was kissing up a little bit. She's like, you know what? I want to show you something. She went and got the lube. And, and she, she got her hand. I want to show you something. I want to get the lube. Yeah. Hey, I'm not taking that. All right. Yeah. Oh, I'm good. He probably thought it was going to be something more, and it just happened to just be that. All right. So, 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 exactly. right, so if you thought it was going to be something else, how did you feel after it was over? You were just, you was pleased, just pleasantly, pleasantly surprised? I mean, of course I wanted to fuck, but, it, you know, it's cool. <laughs> Yo, she doesn't want to have sex. She told me she didn't want to do that. Did That's fine. I'm cool. She, I respect that. She told you to have a fun hand job? Yes. So it, there's no hand job. <laughs> <laughs> You're not doing that. No, we, we're not doing that. It's a hand job? A hand job? Yo, look, I get it. If you don't want to fuck, that's on you. I get it. I'm not tripping. Yo, y'all some don't touch me ass niggas. Bro, don't give me no fucking hand job at 25. 27, yeah. I don't want no hand job. Yeah. If you, uh, yo, you honestly, <laughs> honestly, if we, if, we, if, we, if we at that level, yo, if I'm not fucking, if you ain't giving me head, yo, we not doing nothing. I don't, not no, nothing. I don't want no hand job with yeah, no dude. I'm not getting no hand job. Bro. Nah, bro. You dolo, bro. I, no. Hey, I. Reese it? Hey, this you? <laughs> yeah, nigga. <laughs> Last time I got a hand job, I was in high school. I was 15. Yo. Yes! Oh! Y'all was having sex at 15? Why? What? Yes, nigga! Yeah. It, I, was, I was peer pressure. So, you know. Nigga, I was reading devotionals. I was. I was Christian. I mean, I was on the football team, man. I was supposed to be in school. You know, niggas, I, was, I was going to Calvary. I was in school. Class. <laughs> niggas was like, Fine what? Pictures? You ain't fucking. You 15. Nigga, you supposed to have been at this. I've been at this since I was 12. We gonna have that conversation on another podcast. <laughs> That's next. Yeah. I think we've been here long enough. <clears throat> I'm ready to wrap it up. Is there anything that on our list that we were supposed to talk about that we didn't touch? Yes. Um, yeah. I want to talk about how Drake has been with every bad joint in the game. Did I we thought we talked that? about that. We didn't. No, 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 no. It was alleged on the last. Oh, podcast. now it's confirmed. Now it's but confirmed. Monday, yes. we got to confirm from SZA. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> I was hating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was really hating. Man, bro. you know that nigga name, man. This Yo. nigga Drake fuck everything, bro. Drake. Yo, that was back before he had a beard, too. I wonder if he... Yeah, but light-skinned niggas were still winning. A lot of people were uh, upset that the age difference, it was like 22 and 18. How y'all feel about that? 22 and 18? 18, that's acceptable. That's definitely acceptable. I mean, I I normally try to argue, but I agree. You just got out of college, you know, you might might got you a... Yeah, 22, 18, yeah, that's... If if you're 24, then... Yeah, that's a little sketch. 22? 22. Now, if, if you were fresh 18, like you was in, like you were high school 18, and you 22, messing with that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of wild. And you just turned 18. But if you're a freshman in college, you know what I mean? You're now, 18. let's talk about that now. Think about it. When you was in high school, most of those girls was dealing with older niggas, 23, 22. Class. I don't mean nothing because they still, that's still kind of nasty. Those some grimy niggas. They pregnant. You were, you, yo, you were a grown ass man scoped outside of a high school. You're 22. You might still be in college. And you know, you might go to a party, you might have a class, a general education yeah. class or something with a freshman, y'all might hit it off and you know, things might go from there. So what if she turned 18 and you 21 and you go pick your girl up from school? Wait, if she turned... I, if if, if a, a male is 21, All right. he meet a girl that's 18, she in her senior year in high school. Well, she was 17 when he met her. Where is this 21 year old at? He in college. Yo, why are you dipping in high school? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, I guess more he is. He's in the mall or some shit? <clears throat> no, 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 no. Not in the mall. 
The only time the four-year rules is applicable is if we were in high school together. For me. Wait, the four-year rule? Not mine. I'm, I'm, I'm content on yeah. a fourth. Yeah, yeah, I'm a senior year freshman. And that's we, kind of that's still a little strange because that means I'm 18 and you 14 or 17 and yeah, 13. Yeah, that's sus. It's sus, but let's not act like it don't happen. Yeah, I mean, it, it was, it's the difference between it happening and it being like unacceptable. Yeah. Is that unacceptable? A yes. senior to fuck with yes. a freshman? We, we should change that. Yeah, that, we should change that. Yeah, you, you just well, we can't it. change it because now we out of high school. Yeah, but I, know I never people. did it, but I'm just asking. I know when I was in high school, I mean, I've been, I've been with a 17 year old at 14, so I mean. Like, so yeah. is that a double age? Yeah, was that unacceptable? It is a double standard. No, right? no, 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 no. Back to now. That's okay, Sanaa. That's okay, but she gave you a hand job. <laughs> oh my god! Y'all was fourteen. <laughs> you uh, you were fourteen. That's when you got that yeah. job, bro. I'm sorry, I can't resist. Yeah. Relax. If you're fourteen and an older girl, you know, still in high school, you know, she wanna, she really like you. You're a cute young guy. You know. I'm just joking. I, that's very wrong. <laughs> I mean, it, is it? 17 and 14 is weird, but I won't say it's wrong because you have both minors. But I won't say it's wrong. Now, if you were 18, best over 14 year old, that's when it's like, yeah, all right, this is a little sus. The 17 and 14 is morally wrong. This, this, this is sus if yeah. y'all are in high school together. But they're, but. It's still technically illegal unless y'all have already been dating before. So if Under, we're, you know, well, you know, well, y'all shouldn't be having sex anyway, y'all in high school. Yeah, y'all shouldn't be having sex anyway. Let me just school. make that statement. Right. But y'all let me tell you this: if you are in college, this is not that conversation. <laughs> if you're in college looking for high schoolers, you are a nasty fuck. Exactly. I feel like yeah. that's where it's like, yo, like. Bro, you're out of high school. You're look. You're pulling up to high school parties. You're pulling out in front of the high school with the duck. Or you bringing are, high school girls to college parties. Or bringing high school girls to college parties. Like you are, you're a predator. Like you're praying, yeah. right? You're searching. You're actively Cause those looking. Girls, those girls are easier for you because you're older than all of her peers. You yeah. have access to maybe. Your own place. We've had this conversation before. Yeah, it was like episode two. We know what they have access to. And so it's like, yo, you're praying. It's different if y'all were in the same environment. Y'all met and you you continue that relationship outside of, you know, high school or X, Y, and Z. But don't get that confused with niggas who... And it's niggas out there who literally prey on like high school women. That's fucked up. If you just happen to meet girls. her in high school, yeah, these are girls. girls. Excuse me, yeah. I I speak with women. And but just, even now, um, getting a little past that. Yeah. At twenty, I'm about to be twenty eight this month. Yeah. Uh, oh, eighteen year olds, they look like children, like babies yes. to me. They do. Twenty one year olds, they look like babies to me. I I'm, can tell. I, what? I can tell that they're 21. Yeah, I can tell that you're, you know, you're under, you know, may, maybe in that 23 range, 24, 25, 20, out of 23, most time, most women start to look like, oh, this is a, this is a woman. To like me. You know, to me too. Under 22 and, you know, that them college ages, you know, I'm talking about like undergrad, college undergrad college age. Yeah. They all look like 
I just I can tell that that's too young for me. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. I'm um. I was thinking about that earlier today. I was in Kroger, and it was you know it was some cute girls I was working you know working in the store, and they had the tan pants on. Nah, they had, they had jeans on. Okay. That's, that's Walmart. I thought Kroger people wear tan. Oh, yeah, that is Walmart. Yeah, that's Walmart. Um, you think about when I thought about it, I was like, not, not to say that I'm not making assumptions about you know these individual women at all. They could be doing that could be a side job, whatever it doesn't matter. But I was like, would I be? Would I want to? As somebody who is currently a working professional, would I want to be in a relationship with somebody <coughs> who is not in that same you know life stage of being a working professional? Yeah. Um, and I couldn't really come up with an answer on like you know. The side of the fence that's like you know positive about that. Yeah, it's dangerous. Um, I don't agree a thousand percent on that. That's cool. It's it's yeah. You know, it's a, yeah. It's a, I I just I think that I'll never judge a woman off of her job. You know, you never know what type of situation led her. You know, and black don't crack. Wait, pause. Yeah, I don't, let's let's I don't not get that confused. I'm not judging her off the fact that she works at Kroger. I'm saying specifically. I'm she in life stage where I'm I'm a working professional. Okay. I'm, like you know, into my career. Like, okay. You know, I'm very well in my career. Okay. Would I date somebody who is not in that stage? She like may, she's working her way through school. She's working her way through school, or she may have just graduated, or she may not have even gone through school. She's in that like the early twenties phase where you get into college. Okay. Job, okay. Figuring okay. Out, okay. You're figuring okay. out. You're that, figuring that, that makes sense. Um, but I'm not gonna, you know, if I was single, I wouldn't exclude that group of women either because where you are in your career doesn't necessarily mean where you are in life i'm not gonna go deep into that you know i'm not trying to start another yeah. discussion yeah let's be accused now but i'm just saying that where you are in your career doesn't necessarily dictate how mature you are or where you are in your life i think it's another situation where i'm my experience Okay. My, my wisdom, I say, would allow me to know better than to uh, maybe jump into those situations. I would be very cautious yeah. dealing with, you know, women in that stage of life, not even that age group, that stage of life, that particular level of, like you said, maturity, because it is a level. We know when we talk about career-wise, that is a level. You don't even know yet, you know, where you want to go, you probably still on the fence about your interests. You probably still want to explore this, this, and that, and you probably aren't necessarily ready to commit to a relationship. When we talk about somebody who has no sense of direction in a career, that's a stage of development. So, so we're basing all of that information on where she works. Yo, nobody said that. <laughs> that was the. He said, what, "What stage of of life are you in? You know, in in the career, based on your job." No, I didn't say that. So we're talking about a girl working at Kroger. Yo, B, let me break it down. No, 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 no. It doesn't matter where you work. It, it doesn't matter where she okay. works. Okay, it doesn't matter where she works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because so, I'm just trying to understand. I thought yeah, we were talking I'm, about I'm girls I'm working I'm at I'm Kroger. Kroger. No. <laughs> no. No, B. The reason why I brought up Kroger was okay. 
I noticed, you know, these are young women who are working at Kroger, and I thought about the idea of dating somebody who may not be in the same life stage as me. That's not specifically that they were not, because they could that could be a part-time job for yeah. while they work a side okay. hustle. That could be, you know, some other thing. They could be 28 and, you know, own a clothing line. Working and, at Kroger. You know, working at Kroger, because, you know, <laughs> they're just trying to get a, get a couple of extra dollars. Okay. That's cool. I'm not talking about them specifically. I simply said... It made me think about the idea of dating somebody that may is in that life stage. Okay, that's that's yeah, all I yeah, yeah. look. We talked about Kroger and niggas was like, "I'm not dating a girl that works." I was like, "Oh my god, nobody oh, said that, that bro. Nobody yeah. said that." Yo, <laughs> you, I, I'm trolling. I'm trolling. You are not allowed to drink I'm a box of wine before the podcast. No more. This nigga chugged a box of wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trolling. I'm trolling. I'm trolling. I'm trolling. I'm trolling. I'm Yo, trolling. you know what's funny? <laughs> I'm trolling. You made fun of you for getting handies, but this nigga drank a box of wine. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. yeah. got a bigger problem on before yeah. the podcast. Niggas don't like box wine? Not a box of wine. Yeah. Nigga, I've never bought a box of wine in my life. <laughs> I mean, that just means we're in different stages of our life. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you're in a stage where you buy box wine. I'm in a stage where I still get some handouts. Where'd you get the... <laughs> Yo. I'd rather be in a box wine stage. <laughs> I, I, I go without before I get a handy, bro. I'm not. I'm you going out? I go without before I get a handy. That's a big That's thing. That's an interesting question. You, would you... Yo. Would you going without? You going... Hey, Chad, you going without or you getting a handy? <clears throat> Talk your shit. You going without or you getting a handy, bro? Uh, I'm calling someone else. <laughs> okay, Shad, you going without or you getting a handy? No, I'll take the handy. No, you take it. it. I'll take it. I, I mean, I, I really yeah. like the girl, right? No, yeah. no, 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 no. I don't, I'll, be, I'll be back on this. Look. Exactly. Yo, niggas, niggas too weird. You gotta start, I said. You got to start getting so defensive. It's okay. You drank a box of wine. You don't have to attack Sonata again. Yo, I'm not attacking. I said I'd rather jokes, be in the box wine stage jokes, of jokes, life jokes, comedy than the handies. Comedy jokes. style. Yeah, jokes. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's wrap. Let's wrap. We... We good. I gotta, I gotta, I mean, I've tried to wrap this up, but we keep having more stuff to talk about, and it's good. So, is there anything else that we need to? The only big thing we didn't talk about was um, Dr. Umar. Oh, Oh, we all watched that interview. Damn, this is another hour right here. Nah, nah, and I'm sitting here, I'm like, we could. Yo, we gave you a mic for this. You both have been put that in here. Yo, we kept talking about this too. So, I was like, are we gonna get to it eventually? It don't even feel like all this time. Nigga, we talking about hand jobs for 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you could have been interjected at any point. At any point. Ah, uh, shit. This nigga was talking about fucking bump stocks. Come on now. Let's, um, yeah, get on, wait, who, we could a, just. A, a lot of people have not seen the interview. Only you and I have watched it, right? You, you, you watched I put it? it in the chat. Oh. And I don't really I, I, I watched it, it three times. Go ahead. Well, go, get your shit out, guys. Well, Rashad, take <laughs> us away, man. Take us away on the on the Dr. Umar interview with Nick Cannon. <laughs> um, I just think it was a very a very informative. Um, he talked a lot about you know obviously black people and where we are at at this juncture in America right now. 
and where we came from. We talked a lot about, you know, black kids and how growing up certain ways with certain people and how, um, you know, they prescribe us with a lot of medicine. Maybe they said we have ADHD or things like that. And they might not understand us, might not understand us. And just talked about things that the black community needs to do to prosper going forward in America. Yeah, I like how he started, you know, giving us a... For somebody who maybe is not as familiar with him, he gave you a good background story of, you know, how he got started yeah, in this right. in mm-hmm. this um, sort of field, I guess I would say. Right. You know, going from working us. in the psychology field um, and even just explaining, like, how did I get to that point? How did I... Yeah. I started off where I was in Philly and... You know, they taught us African-American history. It was mandatory. So I thought it was regular. And I'm the result. He said, I'm the result of when you know who you are from when you're taught who you are from an early age. And I think that that just at the beginning stood out because a lot of us, I know in Virginia, it's not. It's not like that. No, absolutely not. We don't get taught. We get taught, you know, that I don't know around the country how it's taught, but we get taught the very basic Slavery, it, that's the start of your history. Right. Um, they don't teach us about many people um, that maybe play big roles in American history, mm-hmm. play big roles in the black community. Outside you know of Black saying? History Month. Outside of Black History Month, we get Martin Luther King. We don't get Malcolm X in school. Oh, absolutely not. Um, we get, who we get? Sergeant Third Truth. Marshall. Yeah, Marshall. Uh, the peanut butter guy. Yeah. The peanut butter guy. Um, the nigga George Washington Yeah. George Washington yeah. Yo, I <laughs> love that demonstration in class. They bring in peanut butter. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, what school you went to be? <laughs> bro, I went to <laughs> Richmond Public Schools, nigga. Oh, damn. That explains it all. Yeah, but it was peanut butter at your school. Bruh, peanut butter sandwiches, bruh. Yeah, peanut butter. My brother here, he 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 having flashbacks. He went to Are Richmond the peanut Public butter schools. sandwiches. Yo, they ain't give a shit about school. <laughs> Yeah, nah. Niggas, they say, nah, y'all can go outside for lunch. <laughs> but Doctor, <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be street. Uh, but Doctor Umar, man, he touched on a lot of things. He started with, you know, psychology, um, the the way that the system is set up as far as young young black children are concerned, uh, how it was built around, you know, the segregation. Right. <coughs> I don't want to... I could sit here and break down the entire interview. Yeah, that, that would literally be another whole part. And I feel like... But it was that good. That we good. should. We should... Off record, this will be an edit point, but we should cut and just do two episodes at once. No, that's... Yo, I, I'm oh, done. Oh, you... It's not happening. Okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure I say how good it was. How good it was. How great I felt. Walking away from that interview, mm-hmm. we're not walking, but you know, t- at the end of right. it, you feel like you learn something and it's a positive. And I know we make fun of him. Yeah. yeah, we make fun of him a lot because he got some, you know, clips and uh, somebody, somebody said to me he's very hit or miss. And that's the only thing that I'm gonna speak on in reference to this. Yeah. When he hit, yeah, he yeah. hit, yeah. but when he miss, oh boy, do that nigga miss. Missing but I man. want to. Congratulate him mm-hmm. on yeah, the hits. Yeah. He this interview 
with some hits. Um, personally, I take certain things from him with a grain of salt. Um, he is very homophobic, which, you know, I'm a heterosexual male, but I am an ally to LGBTQT. Um, and so, you know, but when it comes to topics of black males, black community, um, certain things that nigga, he, he don't miss on, but when he miss, boy, do he miss, but when he hit, he hit. And that's just what I wanted to say about that. Yeah. But yeah, so basically, um, you know, he just talked about all of that stuff. He talked about, you know, black people, what we need to do to be better in America. Um, you know, it seems, especially these days, that we're not really getting much help. Um, you know, I don't want to say from the white people, but... The just, Trump check? <laughs> just in the nation in general, we're not really getting much help. And things that we need to do, we need to take care of ourselves because nobody else is going to help us. And um, he said a lot that, you know, as a black community, we're one of the only black communities that we can buy ourselves, make ourselves stronger. You know, you got black communities in England and, you know, Africa. And, but right here, we can literally make a change for ourselves and become better. And we just need to take more responsibility and handle that. When this nigga broke down the fucking Black Friday shit, I was like, oh my God, this nigga spitting. Yeah, that's a part of it too. And, um, yeah, we um we spend a lot of money in a very unorganized way. You know, I think <clears throat> we always see how um, un disorganized as a people we are, especially when you are relative to other races. When I go to New York and I see the way the Jews mm. operate, when I see in any city the way that <clears throat> Koreans. Families come over. Like Chinese, you hear they got Chinatown. You know, there's no you know, black town. place like that. You have little Italy's around, but you don't have any black places like that. Yeah. And you even know. in the Hispanic community, that was like one of the biggest um, eye-openers to me. Um, when, you know, I graduated, I started working my first job, uh, second job. Um, and I got involved in the Hispanic community a lot. I was like, yo, this is super cool. Like, there's always, and it's true as well in the black community, but Hispanics, um, from my experience, yo, if there's somebody that does it in that community, they're not going outside of that community. And there's somebody with a grocery store, there's somebody with a photography business, there's somebody... You know, for anything you can think of, they do not shop outside of that. Yeah, and that's basically what he was getting at. Just you know, you was feeling that shit too back then. That was back. That then shit was fire. Cause that was back when you was telling bitches you were Dominican. Yep, yep. That yeah, shit was uh, funny. Let me interject real quick. Y'all like the uh, y'all ever go to the Hispanic grocery stores or the get or the Asian grocery stores? They get them uh. The specialty foods or get them ramen. The specialty. Oh yeah. yeah, I still hit the Asian mark for the fucking the mama's right, uh, mama's noodles. Yo, them international markets be fucking fire. We went. We went. I don't remember about that. All I know is going to uh, <laughs> Arab store and they cooking uh, cheese steaks in the back. I ain't never been <laughs> to New store. York. Nah. In, Ri- in Richmond. Richmond. Yeah. Well, I don't Arab. Know. Nah, I'm here. <laughs> I ain't been in shit here. Well, well, our corner store back in Southside, it was it was an Asian store, and that nigga was whipping the chili steak. So, yeah, hey, uh, but um, we gotta go to your chat and uh, 
what's it called? Midlothian Turnpike. I'm gonna go. We're gonna go. What? But what is it? The international market. We're gonna go. That shit's tough. No, nigga. We having a conversation about supporting black. <laughs> where's, where's the black? Yo, yo where's the black owned market? <laughs> that nigga want to go to the he East. He said, market. as a matter of fact, let's actually go. Yeah. <laughs> That's what that nigga was talking about for two hours. You want to read the fucking room? I can tell you the only person that didn't watch the interview. <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah, read you the fucking it. room. Um, no, it's, it's a good watch, and um, I would recommend that, especially the black people, just go ahead and take a look at that. Yeah, you'll get some knowledge, and um, and in the end, how you know it's it's just another. Thing. It's about what you feed yourself a lot of the times too. Mm. He said it's very important that at the beginning, at the ground of it. It, we need to have a shift in our mentality, mm. you know, as a group. Black people have never been monolithic in in all of American history, mm. but there are there is just a way to organize, and you know, even if it's it doesn't have to be the entire, but we all have to be working towards one goal, which is obvious what that is. Mm. So at this point, hey, at quick, this point, it's so obvious. Quick question: So, are you telling your kids? You bet not bring no other race in this house. If you, when you guys eventually, if you want kids, I don't know who wants kids on the podcast, but are you letting your child date outside of your race? Really quick, really quick. You can't control that for real. Are you shunning it? I'm not going to shun. I'm not shunning anything that my kids do aside from like from being an axe murderer or a rapist. Right, and I don't, I don't see a reason why you would shun it. Yeah, I um I understand what you're getting at, but I would encourage, you know, them to learn to appreciate mm-hmm. um, their race. Now, don't cut me off now. I would <laughs> encourage. <laughs> I would make sure to encourage them to understand how the features of a black woman are. Pause. Black man are beautiful. Uh, I would encourage them to understand the importance of keeping things within our race and, and how, you know, there are just certain goals that, you know, probably you will be better off and it would be in your best interest a little more to search within your own people first. I would mm. encourage that. I would not discourage mm. the opposite. Okay. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't shun or um, disown my child for them, but like Chad pointed out, I would definitely encourage before that to try to date inside your own race. Um, Um, mm -hmm. Go ahead. So, as far as me, I would also... One thing that's really important to me is understanding, like, where you come from, understanding your race, understanding your, you know, Mm -hmm. your your features. Mm -hmm. And I would be very remiss to not educate my kids on knowing, like, you know, yeah, we're all beautiful. Don't go out here and say, oh, I couldn't date... You know, dark skin. I couldn't date with light skin. You know that whole. Yeah, and I, I, they, hate that. I, I couldn't let my kids run around like that. So if they do choose to date outside of their race. It's never going to be because they don't want to date black people. They do it because they met somebody yeah. that they really are connected with, and they really felt comfortable and close to. They just happen to be of a different yeah, race or ethnicity. Yeah. Um. I'm don't. I know for me, I don't have a specific mm-hmm. preference. I well, I do have a preference because I do typically Which, prefer African American women and African women. That's right. But um, <laughs> if I were to meet tomorrow, you know, an Asian woman or a white woman or a Hispanic woman, and we hit it off, I'm not thinking twice about it. 
Do you think that women outside of your race can relate or correctly empathize um, to you being a black a black yeah, man? I mean, we kind of touched um, on that earlier, though. Did we? Um, I don't. I don't think they can relate to that experience, but I also don't think it's necessarily about that. Mm. Um, I think that it's about understanding. It's about being sensitive, and it's about being able to empathize, yeah, with another person's humanity. I'm not dating a white woman looking for her to be, you know, uh, to be a, a diet black person. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing, Absolutely. you know, I'm not looking for a white person to know every aspect of me as a black man. I'm looking for her to under, be understanding of me as a black man. I'm looking for her to, you know, be mindful of her, you know, her privilege and be mindful of any particular aggressions or microaggressions or prior um, prejudices that she may have. Mm. And I'm also making sure that I'm not dating somebody that's fetishizing me as Mm. a black man because I've dealt with that before. She just wanted you for the BBC. Let me tell you, (sighs) niggas think that shit is cool. That shit is corny as fuck. She whispered nigger in your ear, huh? No, this nigga B needs some drink. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I'm not even drunk, bro. I'm chilling. I'm potting. <laughs> I know. I just fucking with you. <laughs> you just walk. I be wilding. Alright. Yeah, no. I didn't say yeah, anything. Not, no. I don't look at me. I didn't say anything. <laughs> I always look at this, Chad to check this if I'm wilding. <laughs> yeah, this, this, this is why we need Joe here. <laughs> this is why we need Joe here. Because if Joe not here, do we beat up B? <laughs> Yo, Joe. Y'all got beat me Joe up. Could, Joe could see how this was our best pod, and Joe was not here. <laughs> this was some oh, good shit. Man. Yo, you Joe, think this was Joe, our best? He gonna, he gonna hear that. Easily, easily our best podcast. We we was potting, we was potting today, y'all. I'm I'm gonna take that signal as a wrap, bro. We, we gonna see how it go with Sonar not here. Yeah, we gonna have a guest though. That shit gonna be fire. <laughs> yeah, that's not gonna be fair. Y'all gonna have some cool ass guests on here. They think they think hand jobs are are whack. Bruh, they go, <laughs> yo, hey, yo. write that down. We need to ask them. Yo. Write that down. Yeah. Yo, what about trying to get that off, bro? Stop trying to get that off, all right? Hand job. That's not getting me off. Pause. Hey. <laughs> yo, all right, we're we we out of here. We rapping. Yeah. Hey, OSS. OSS pod. This nigga some good shit today. Hey, shout out to all the people around me. Appreciate y'all for listening this long. This was a long podcast, but we out here. All right. Peace, y'all.